Wicked. Wicked. My brother. What is going on, bro? What is going on? I am good. I'm good. I'm happy to see your name. All I see is growth brown. That's it. That's it. First, that's that typical five minutes before the podcast. What should I be today? I was just going to say, man, that's a big one. All I see is growth. It's like shut out the way everything else. All I see that's, is growth. That's the one, man. There's, there's a few inspirations for this, right? So uh, remember, you know, you know, Ben Askren, right? He had that wrestling yep. match with a guy called Jordan Burroughs. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't know much about Jordan Burroughs, but but when that was happening, I went and searched mm -hmm. him on Instagram. And his Instagram handle is all I see is gold because he just right. smashes it when he gets into t tournaments and competitions. Yeah. He's, just, he's just he's just that guy. Like it, It's like first place is his. You can come second. I don't care, but I'm, I'm, I'm gold, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, yeah. yeah, so his handle is all I see is gold. And uh, I kind of spun off that this week, and I thought, you know what? All I see is growth right now. And yeah, that's, uh, that, that's a that's that's a it's a happy place to be. It's a, I'm thankful to be there. I was gonna I was gonna go with uh, home stretch Brown because mm -hmm. uh, we've kind of linked the last two back to Ramadan and uh, fasting yeah. and and uh, the end of Ramadan in probably a week's time, probably Friday yeah. or Saturday might be the last one, last uh, like day of the month. Um, but then I thought last minute I was like, nah, I'm gonna be all I see is growth Brown. So that that's <laughs> yeah. uh, that's where that's come from. And, and to be fair, it's been a good week. Clients have done really well. Um, studies wise, it's going good. So yeah, and training's going good. So all I see is growth. Fantastic, man! It's like that also reminds me of Wu Tang. It's all you know, cash rules everything around me. Cream. I'm like, <laughs> growth rules everything around me. Cream. That's it, bro. That's that's the t-shirt for this week. If you yeah. want the t-shirt for this, that's what we should start doing. That t-shirt for the podcast. <laughs> Exactly. Like limited edition. I got I got a number six. I got a number six. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I got a number six. Well, last week it was fine all the time. Yeah. This week, this week is going to be growth rules, everything around me. Love it. Love it. That's, that's the first one, man. Yeah, bro. So that that's that's kind of been uh, that's been the underlying tone of the week, regardless of, of like I said last time, feeling hungry, feeling tired, feeling kind of in a a mental state which is like okay you, you i feel myself slowing down this week i do i do genuinely okay. feel like i've uh i've i feel the end of kind of the month and and that's always mm -hmm. the case like I, I didn't lose any weight up for the first three for the first like two weeks and then this week i went from 106 ish to 102 point something so like okay. it's been a big kind of drop off this week well yeah. most notable drop off and um i feel that i feel kind of a bit, a bit like more slight a bit more like like oh shit, I'm I'm feeling more laboured in in the evenings. Yeah. Like I'm trying to work, and it's like oh shit, I, I just feel tired now. I want to sit down. So yeah, okay. uh, yeah, that that's kind of the the just to kind of frame the week and how I felt. But still, regardless, it's like just push through, man. It's felt good. Yeah, wicked. So is it like um, it's like weight that you're losing, which um, you don't want to lose. Basically, it's not like you've lost excess fat. It's more like uh, you just uh, slimming down a little more than you'd like to be at. Yeah, I think both. I think both, bro, because um, still trained uh, most days still done cardio most days um been more active i think i've done more steps this week actively like i wanted to i've, I've wanted to work into my schedule getting out there and doing some walking <clears throat> i feel it's good for my head i feel it's good for just being alone kind of walking and uh clearing your clearing your mind um getting in touch with your body again taking steps and, and just feeling like left foot right foot um and just just kind of being right there and then so as a result of doing that you drop a bit more weight but mm. yeah man it's all good it's all good I, I made this decision this week that i'll probably i'll be fasting 
once a week, every week, like from here on. Like I, I want to, okay. I want to, I want to feel this, like this uh, feeling. I just want to have have a, a reminder of this feeling every week to be like, okay, on this day you're not going to have any food and water. You're just going to go through it, and uh, it's not going to. Obviously, it's, it's a couple, it's a couple of hours. Like the the real the real kick in the teeth is the fact that you do it for a whole month. That's hard. But doing it for doing it for a day is not that difficult. Um, but the the win, I think, is a reminder of how I feel right now. I don't want to lose this feeling. I don't want to move out of this month and then like forget the lessons I've learned in this month. And that's that, I've said that I've said that a few times to clients this week that I've seen and my mom and uh, TJ or whatever. And uh, I'm saying it here now. Like I've learned some. I've been put through some good thoughts this month. I don't want to lose them. So my my hmm. answer to that is like I can revisit it by getting myself back into a mental state where, okay, today, again, you're fasting, you've got no food, you've got no water, figure it out. Like, don't feel mm. down. Don't feel beat up. Don't feel kind of lethargic. Do it anyway. And, um, yeah, that's, that's just a, a thought I've had. Yeah, amazing, Ben. So what, what kind of uh, lessons do you say you want to retain? I think the the main one, well, one of the main ones is, is that less is more. You know what I mean? Like having mm. less in the way of distraction, uh, we went over this, I think, in the fourth podcast, I think. We've done this ever consistently now for a couple of Sundays. The, the fourth podcast being like, um, you have less on your plate in lift, literally. <laughs> nothing yeah. on my plate. Uh, <laughs> nothing in my cup. Nothing in my plate. And, yeah. uh, it's good. It's good. It's more, man. It's more because it gives you time to be more focused in other ways. Um, it inspired that Instagram IG story that I did, which was... Mm. Uh, is Ramzan a time where you can fall in love with your training even more? And I, mm. I 100% having gone through it this this year and done it in a way that I think suits me well, which is to just not think about it too much, just do it. Um, having less on your plate is kind of, sorry, the, the, point of the, po- the point of the post was to say, usually we use food and water and we use that, that occasion around food and we have it a couple of times a day and usually you'll get like a, uh, emotional kind of high from that right and mm-hmm. right now that's lacking and we don't have that we don't have any kind of and until it's very deep in the evening and even then you don't even feel like eating you feel eat two bites and it kind of goes so how do you sustain feeling positive feeling happy how do you sustain yourself at this time right and um, one of the ways that I've always done that is to training so mm-hmm. if if training is is really one of the only ways that I can go to anytime I can get up my move my body and feel good about it um that's the only way i'm getting that that feeling of happiness right now that kind of mm. uh dopamine hit um so really i'm i'm getting much more um because because training is the only thing i can do right now one of the only things i can do right now to feel that feeling that's where that came into i can fall in love with my training even more right now because it's really mm. the only thing i have to to yeah. go to for that feeling yeah yeah, yeah amazing yeah, so that's yeah. it. That's it. That less is that less is more is is really really uh, hit home right now. And and that like back in line with your question, I, I don't want to go out of this month and start feeling like um, I've got a kind of an, an abundance of things. I want to try and get the most from the least. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to kind of just look to the next thing and look to the next thing. I want to just consolidate and be like, okay, I ha- I don't want too much on my plate, but I want to take the most out of it every time. Hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. 
Yeah, I see that, man, because I really liked um, what you said in the post as well, because I don't think it's just relevant for people who are on Ramzan. I think it's relevant for everyone, especially now as well, because it's, uh, in a way, you could, you could argue it's like, you know, people are fasting in a, in a different way, you know, it's like mm. there's a lot of external inputs which are not there anymore um, in this period. So where are you getting your sustenance from, which is what you've said before, you know, how are you sustaining yourself? And I think, um, so I think what you said was actually, I really like, I've watched it and I was like, this is applicable to everyone. It's like, everybody could watch this and realize that you, you have an opportunity now to, to appreciate the things around you that you already have and to, um, like practice gratitude around those few things and realize that, you know, things ain't that bad, you know, in a lot of ways for a lot of people, um, um, but at the same time, if they ain't great, then having that practice of appreciating what you got and practicing less is more will actually help you set yourself up for a better a better future as well. Because you're um, you're yeah, being more appreciative is helpful for you to see the bigger picture. So um, I thought that was a, a super useful post overall, mm -hmm. rather than just for. Ramzan as well. Mm -hmm. That's a good chat, man. I, I like how you've kind of taken it and run with the wider um, implication of it. And it's so true. Mm. It's so so true. And I think I think a lot of people um, would benefit. And uh, we'll talk to clients right now. And, and luckily, I'm working with a lot of great people, and they're all they're all of that kind of mindset where they've really enjoyed this mm. time, and um, yeah, they've just said that you know what, it's such a it's such a like blessing in disguise. Obviously, mm -hmm. there is there is a lot of sadness right now. Um, yeah. However. You know, you, it's just again, it's like the same thing. Like every every mushroom cloud has a silver lining, right? You can kind mm. of uh, you can take a lot from it if you if you choose to change your perspective. Mm. Exactly, and yeah, that's there's a big part of it is perspective. Mm -hmm. Is um, if you yeah, if you don't, if you have the perspective that everything is awful, then congratulations, that's what you're going to invite on yourself. Mm. Whereas if you switch your perspective to you know, okay, here's an opportunity, I can do everything better. And then you know wait and have observe opportunity kind of fall in your lap as well you know just uh you you make whatever you make of it what you can and so all uh, i see is growth big. baby all, all i see is growth it. baby all i see is growth that's it man like yeah. just just that's it that's that's made that's made the name choice yeah. even even happier for me now <laughs> yeah. like, yep. you gotta you, you gotta just that's that's like it's a choice eh? it's a mm -hmm. choice like you could you could have all the all the tough time but then, like for instance, like David Goggins, and sometimes he cites like those those tough times are the ones where it's like uh, he, the analogy he uses in his book is that he's like having a sword and putting it in the fire, and that, that mm. sword's burning. You're that sword going through the tough time, and then you take the sword mm. out of the fire, and the next thing is it gets smashed with a hammer. It's like oh shit, I'm getting smashed now. But yeah. really, at the end of it, like you have a really solid, uh, um, unbreakable kind of weapon there and that weapon is yourself you know what i mean you can mm. use yourself to go through these tough times and you can see that you're getting beaten on you're getting kind of tortured with heat or you can see that you're hardening to things and that mm. you're becoming that weapon and that's that's the uh, that's the benefit man and i think if you see that then you invite these things more and more you, you look yeah. for them and that's why um linking back to why i'm gonna fast at least a day a week after this is like i want to invite that time like invite invite the uh the tough time in you know what i mean yeah man become the weapon of i love that that is fantastic become there the we weapon. Go. yeah that's become a nice weapon, yeah man. That's, that's a it. nice way of uh of looking at it is uh 
is yeah you're getting hammered or what's it going to turn you into afterwards you know what's it going to what's it going to make of you how are you how do you envisage uh, implementing it on a weekly basis um i think at the end of the week i'm going to try i'm going to have a week of of kind of normality and then i'm going to just drop in so so this this is a cultural thing that i didn't really know much about not cultural sorry religious thing that i didn't know much about um that we have there is six fasts that you do after the month finishes so the month is actually called ramzan and then Mm. so the month is called ramzan but we fast during the month of ramzan um then after the month it goes into the next calendar month which i don't really know what it's called um maybe it's i think it's called shawal i think it's called shawal but i don't know if that's the month um i think it is actually and then, so in in that month, you're you, you're not supposed to, but it's not it's like it's not a hard and fast rule. Like it's it's like if you choose to, there is also like six fasts you can do across that whole month. So right. my mom usually just knocks them out one day after the next and just kind of gets them all done after Ramzan. But this is the first year that I'm, I'll be doing those as well. But I'll, I'll I think I'll stagger them through the month and do two here, do one there, do two here, whatever. But mm. um, yeah, not really thought about it too much. I think I, I think I need to just. When I feel least like doing it, I'm gonna do it. That's, yeah, that's, that's the oh, I feel really tired. Bang, I'm faster too. Yeah, right, well, let's have that as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Become the weapon, man. Become the weapon. Just see the growth, man. See all you see is growth. Yeah, all, you all, all you all you'll be is a weapon, man. Yeah, that's like you asking to be put through the fire. That's just like when I least want to do it, I'm gonna put myself through the fire. Here I come. <laughs> mm, mm. I think that's so necessary, right? Because like we've talked about this a lot in, in terms of our parents and that, how they unintentionally or like un, unwillingly were put through tough shit, right? Mm. Um, sorry, I, I've said that wrong. Not that they were unwilling; they were mm. just in tough shit. Like that yeah. was their life. You know, I mean, they didn't have any, they didn't have any choice in it, um, and they willingly moved forward through it and they kind of had kids and they moved up the property ladder and all these things that are just crazy tough in a, in a, in a place where they didn't speak the language and whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not easy. Um, but where are they now? You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're really, really set the, set the space for us. So I think if we, we can't, we can have a very easy existence. And I think I see this a lot with like people that are close to me. Sometimes they have a very, very, um, just docile right you can kind of get get by and be okay and feel okay and earn a living and make sure you got a healthy bank account and you got a car on higher purchase and you're, mm-hmm. you're chilling right but really you you don't what what is the growth in that there is no growth mm-hmm. in that they, then what what kind of seeds are you sowing for for your kids and and whatever you know what i mean you need to seek out you need to seek out the difficulty yeah it's like um it's basically you know what are your values are you living those values you know and um so, and that's uh, and that's the key thing because alignment, you know, is uh, if you're not if you're not in alignment, you're mm. it's gonna it's gonna bite you in the ass one day, man. You got that low grade level of uh, frustration in your life that just kind of kind of bubbles, yeah. So yeah, just make sure you're living up to the values that you uh, as- well. Even if, if you don't have any, it's probably a good time to start thinking about them. You know, if you're not sure what they are, it's a good time to start thinking about them because. Um, it's it's the kind of stuff that defines you and uh, makes you makes you want to <clears throat> makes you live life the way you want to live it. Basically, mm. I think that's the key thing. And um, so you can just coast along because it's so easy to do that. And our day and age is like we've kind of, in a lot of cases, got our base needs taken care of. And 
if we've got our base needs taken care of, then it's like, okay, we can just coast along. You know, we don't really have to think too much about what we got to do. But mm. um, so, yeah, you have to, in your in your cases, like the way you're doing it is kind of willfully put yourself through the fire a little bit so that you know, is this what I actually want or do I want something? Do I want something else? Do I see myself doing something, um, living more meaningfully? I think that's... Um, I think that's uh, that's an important thing to ask yourself. It's uncomfortable, but it's uh, if you do it, you're you're better off, and you can handle more discomfort than most people. Mm-hmm. And you just learn about yourself, right? You learn about yourself, mm-hmm. and like you said, you, you know, you know, when you look in the mirror, what feels right and what feels what mm-hmm. doesn't feel right. And mm-hmm. if something doesn't feel right, you got to check that right now because mm-hmm. like life will just keep happening and happening and happening, and you you you'll be years before you really check it. And uh, I've seen this with people that are really close to me, like, and have been very close to me. That there's, an, the more it's it's like it's same back to the same thing as we always talk about, right? The wolves you feed, and mm. you, are, you can unconsciously feed that wolf. You know, what I mean, you can unconsciously mm. feed that wolf, and and it's like if you're not doing good reps, you're just doing bad reps, right? Because because you're yeah. you're 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 doing you're doing something every day, regardless. And if that something isn't like you said in alignment, and if you don't even know what alignment looks like for you then you just take this time and take this time because right now a lot of life has kind of just been dialed back you, you've, mm. you've not got the pace you've not got the the immediacy of things um but you have got opportunity right so mm. use the time yeah opportunity to work on yourself and uh or work on the the the, the, the things that affect you as mm. well so i think um i think that's big i think you said something at the beginning of that and it just like the intuition basically, because I've been um, reading a little bit about that and kind of thinking more about that um, this week. And like intuition is basically scientific fact. It's uh, it's amazing. It's like how your brain makes decisions is very similar, uh, part, very similar, whether it's a conscious decision based on logical, here's the choices in front of me and I'm going to decide to do this because of this and how you do it unconsciously um, and based on a hunch the is, is very similar. But um, but what happens is, is um, you have, um, but you're you're not aware of the uh, of the hunch. You're not aware of the intuition in the same way that you're aware of a decision that you made logically. So the way that your body, um, way that your brain will communicate that decision to you is by like you know changing variables in your body, like changing your heart rate, changing whether you're sweating in your palms, whether you know, your pupils dilate, all that kind of stuff. So, but you won't necessarily pick up on uh, the fact that your body is communicating you with you in that way. And it's also because your subconscious is basically able to handle a hell of a lot more information, right? So we're always taking information. And when we make decisions, it's based on the information that we've got. And it's pretty much always incomplete information. We're never going to make a good decision based on complete information. We just do it based on what we have in front of us. But um, the interesting thing is, is when you have a decision that you've got to make in front of you, and it's just like, you know, there's only a few variables that are you're affected by. So, you know, say I've got three books in front of me, it's like, which one do I want to read? I'll just say, okay, this, you know, make a logical decision. I'm, I'm going to pick this book. And, uh, you know, there's not very many variables there. So you're generally, in the long term, you're happier with that. Uh, with that decision when there's not many inputs but then when you've got a decision to make which has a lot of different inputs you actually make a better decision when you've relied on your intuition 
And long term, people are happier with the decisions they made when they've relied on their intuition. So that's fascinating, right? Uh, to me, it's just uh, that hunch, you know, the, you know, uh, go with your heart or go with what your mm. gut says. There's this scientific truth to that as well now. Uh, like you kind of shown that your body is aware of the decision you've made before you've actually made the decision. So you know if you're making a mistake, your body knows if you're making a mistake, it's now up to you to get in tune with your intuition. It's now up to you to get in tune with the decisions, that, um, with the, the way that your body is expressing the decisions that you're making. So there's so many things for that um, for me. One of them is, you know, you kind of got to get your get out of your own way. You got to stop thinking so much about the big decisions in your life because when it comes to big decisions, um, you're always going to try and think about it logically. You're always going to be like, "Here's this input. Here's this input. Here's this input." But generally speaking, we actually, in the long term, don't appreciate. We don't think it was a good decision if we think about big decisions with a lot of inputs and try and make the decision logically. Whereas if we're like working from the heart, working from the gut, long term, we're like, "Yeah, that was a good decision for me." So. It can come down to you know people that we work with, for example, where um, they're deciding on how like whether to work with us, and they're kind of umming and ahhing about it. Umming and ahhing is like, look, you've got a problem, you know, I can solve it for you. Go with your gut, kind of thing. Is like, don't worry about the lo- um, thinking about it logically because long term you will have made a better decision for yourself. I know it because I know I'm able to do that, for, deliver that result for you. Um, the only thing holding you back is your logic when really you know you've got to go for this so it's interesting on that level and then um like uh, there's 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 the other levels where it's interesting as well which is the you have to get in tune with your body there's mm. uh, there's there's no there's no two ways about it you have to be aware yeah we talk about it every time it's, it's it comes back to that every single time you've got to build the awareness so that you can rely on your intuition and and know that that's a good decision that you're making so um with a lot of lifestyle choices that we can make so you know if we're eating crap food if we're not getting enough sleep if we're not training if we're not exercising and uh, we're not dealing with chronic stress then our our ability to dial into our intuition is way way down Whereas if we start making those changes and we start to improve the inputs into our body, we are better able to read what's going on with it. So if we improve our nutrition, if we improve our exercise levels, our fitness levels, get better control over our stress and we get enough sleep, then all of a sudden we can start paying attention to actually what's going on with us. So we can start to make better decisions and rely on our gut instincts rather than trying to figure everything out all the time bro that's some fire man (laughs) (laughs) fire spit high fire (laughs) got nothing to say now man that was so good (laughs) that was legit bro that is that is yeah we need to hear more about that man we need to hear more about Mm. that That, when you were talking about the last the last thing because i'm just hang on that coattail was like when you have like you said, like sleep in order, food in order, movement in order, breathing in order. Really, what you're saying is alignment, right? Yes. You got all your all your eggs in a row, and now everything's speaking to everything else. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's such a legit thing you just said, man. And there's so many so many places in my mind kind of like just dropped off various people that I think, okay, right, he does that. TJ, TJ is the first person I go to who's like he doesn't act off very much. But he, mm. when he acts, it's like swift and precise. 
Mm. Um, he's amazing. Doesn't doesn't fuck around, right? He's like he's direct, right? And that that's uh sometimes in our relationship, there's like um if there's a spectrum, TJ mm. exists at the the ends, and I occupy the middle, and mm. it's like I'll be there where I'll see the gray, and TJ will be like black white and it's great yeah. because we need both you know we need 100%. both kind of things to to encapsulate the full picture you know because I mean? you can't just have constant gray because then you need someone to bookend and be like no this is the end this is this is kind of where i'm at this is where i'm not at um and that comes from kind of i think from his alignment with with himself and he he knows that that's where he exists but then in that partnership we can both complement each other in a way um mm. But yeah, bro, I think that's such a legit thing. Um, and and where where in the past, I mean, I'm sure you've got examples of this as well, where mm. you've fully aligned with yourself and felt like I've made that decision and I've made it knowing not much, but it's almost mm. like you don't worry about making the right decision yep. because you know you'll make the decision right. It's yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah, a great I, way to put it. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fuck with the the start too much. I'm just gonna get going, and then mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. Like I'll back myself to know that even if I even if I'm falling right now, I'll turn it into flight. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that. That's that's the way you've got to kind of see it, man. And uh, yeah, I think there's so much in that because I think sometimes you can kind of get paralyzed in yourself, and you Completely. you you don't start. And I'm chatting to my cousin. Uh, he he did he did his assessment with you this week, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and and he was talking to me a little bit this week, and he was saying uh, he gets like um, starting for him is tough. It's funny that I I started that right. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. It came out, man. It worked out. (laughs) My body was like, "I'm gonna play with you now, fool." You can't say the word. Nervous is like, watch this. I'm, okay. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get you at the most basic level. Is like you say starting is hard. I'm not even gonna let you say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, bro. So yeah, that's it. That's literally it. Like that point is the most pivotal and almost like just don't put weight on it. Just do it. Just do it because yeah. you trust yourself enough to figure it out afterwards. And it it literally isn't. I, I can't remember how many things, how many times that I've like liking it back to Sylvie sparring with him. It's like, you, you don't take certain grips with Sylvie, but you only <laughs> learn that once you've taken the pretty grip. Exactly. And you're like, oh, I'm on my ass again, right? That's it, man. <laughs> I'm, getting, exactly. I'm getting choked out. I'm getting choked out again. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, with my own arm, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's only through doing it again and again and again and again. And, and yeah. I think, like liken this back to tj he's somebody who's done constantly like through life he's done constantly and then like you said that awareness in that one realm doesn't just stay in that one realm it it Mm. permeates through his entire life so it's like his experiences will teach him not only about himself in certain situations or other people but he'll be able to then read other people through entire through through life and he'll be able to Mm. see the subtext behind somebody's behind somebody's sentiment like are you being sneaky that the last person was being sneaky or are you being super mm. genuine like i know this person to be super genuine and that all comes mm. from his intuition but the intuition is only created on starting and just doing and then learning mm. along the way like you have to get burned to know mm. what not to do with somebody you have to experience but all of it is is preceded uh, by uh by by just starting and just doing yeah 
completely yeah, man it's so powerful um, man. I f- yeah fully fully resonate with that as well because kind of there's a lot of people as well but i know like uh, my predisposition is to think like a million miles down the road and that's a, it's a good skill to have because it's like okay if i make decision then blah 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 this 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 could come of it right mm. but um but that leads to paralysis like you said yeah you're just paralyzed to make the stop <clears throat> so perfection paralysis is a very real thing mm-hmm. and it stops you from making the decision it's just just to go and um so i i fully i fully know where bilal's coming from as well especially you know similar sort of thing where <clears throat> i made a career change and um and you know here i am now it was the, basically what i've realized is the things where i've just in in everything that i've ever done which has been worthwhile to me it's always come from just starting just doing the thing allow, getting the perfection out of the way and starting off haphazardly and then you're just figuring it out so it may not be the right decision but you make the decision right is exactly i love how you said that because um so if i think about the career change it was kind of like i bit the bullet handed in my resignation is like all right well i don't have a good job to go to yet <laughs> but i got a fucking start man otherwise i would have just sat on that and been like oh no i can't do it until it's safe to do it it's kind of like what arnie says is like you have a plan a if you have a plan b then you're not plan it's something like if you have a plan b then that means you're not working hard enough on plan a or it's like there shouldn't be a plan b because um otherwise plan a is never going to happen right and so it's the same sort of thing and like um so anytime i've done that it's just uh intuition as well it's like i've tried to make the logical decision um but actually when i ask myself should i just do this it's always been the right it's always been the right call i've never regretted it and um uh yeah so it's it's like just do it haphazardly and mistakes are your friend because they're going to like you talked about before the course correcting missile right mm. it's that it's just what it is that's what the mistakes do to you is that you hit that you're going down the path you make a mistake you just course correct based off of that mistake you know not to do that again or you know what that means if you make something similar like that you course correcting and then you go and make another mistake and you course correct and you carry on carry on carrying on until you've you've uh, you got closer and closer and closer to the ideal destination and that destination can change as well because you start picking up better information new information as you go along based on the mistakes that you make so it's not something that's just like purely philosophical and conceptual and just abstract it's like this is how i've ended up making the best decisions in my life and um doing things which i don't regret and mm-hmm. it's because of biting the bullet starting and course correcting as you go along based on the mistakes that you make because mistakes are a very good friend of yours and i've had to get my head around that idea because everything was geared around being perfect being perfect being perfect and i would always stop myself from making a good decision because i'm trying to think this needs to be perfect but it doesn't need to be perfect man you just need to get started and then you're going to learn so much along the way and before you know it you're 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 exactly where you need to be too right bro too right there's uh yeah there's just so many things in that um if i look at like firstly you touched on you touched on um arnold schwarzenegger and there's a mm. there's a there's a podcast early on i think it was on london real where mm. dorian dorian yates is on yeah. the and they were talking about training methodologies mm-hmm. and it was like you mentioned about how you think further into the distance sometimes really all you need to think about is right now 
and mm-hmm. um, they were talking about different train different training styles with different bodybuilders. And Arnold Schwarzenegger was of the of the of the persuasion where you would train a push with a pull, and you would mm-hmm. you would move you would move from your bench press to do your bent over rows, and then you would move from your standing military press to do your deadlifts to do your seated rows. You know what I mean? Like it would always mm-hmm. be uh, antagonist agonist, right? So mm-hmm. they were asking Dorian Yates, like, do you adopt, did you adopt the same thing? And like people who know Dorian Yates know that he was very very one like one one exercise at a time right and uh he would he, he his, his his thinking was like if i'm back in line with your with your uh plan a plan b kind of thing it's like if i if i think about the second exercise that i'm about that i have to do with this exercise then i won't mm. do this exercise with as much tenacity and as much right. passion as much rawness as i could do and anyone who knows how he trains is blood and guts right like right that was it was have you, have you, have you ever watched blood and guts no, I haven't. Dude, you got to watch it. Is that, watch his, it. Um, is that a documentary about him? No, it's, it's, it's his prep for the 1993 Olympia. I've got that wrong. I'm yeah, sure okay. I got that wrong. But he's, he's prepping for an Olympia back in the day. And he's training mm. in Birmingham at his gym, um, which was called... Oh, man. What was the gym called? Emporium? No, that's a different gym. Okay. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of his gym. Anyway. Um, there's people listening to this being like ashamed of me right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it'll come to me. It will come to me. And, it's okay. Um, buddy. It's okay. We're allowed yeah. to make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going forward. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to stop me. Yeah. And, uh, he's trading. Um, basically it's just, it's just his training. There's no voiceover. There's no okay. pre context. He just goes into the gym, has his hoodie on. The guy shows up and the guy who shows up with a camera like showed up and he didn't bring his color cartridge with him so he has to shoot the whole thing in black and white and okay. dorian's like fuck it i don't give a shit like you're just gonna you're gonna shoot me training you're not gonna come back next week because i want you out of here by next week i want you just to yeah. shoot this week of training and then get out of it and it turned out to be even better because it's the doc the the the, the, the video series is called blood and guts like because mm. when he goes in he goes all the way in like something that i learned from him was that one rep mentality like if i gave you one rep and i said get it done with one like how good would you make that rep and i really i really when i was training more for like bodybuilding and muscular size and strength and and strength with a barbell kind of thing that was my that was my moniker like if i had one chance to hit this nail on the head how well would i hit this nail on the head and it's um it's it's just about that absolute alignment in that moment like you don't mm. need to think left and right you just need to practice <clears throat> being dead center right now and then you, you but you don't it's like it's how many times are we perfect like this this is this is a quote from from andre agassi's uh autobiography and nutella yeah. actually gave me that book um oh, really yeah, yeah yeah and there's a quote in there which is like something like along the line i'm gonna get this wrong as well but it was like you're you're perfect like five percent of the time like five days of the year i think that's it five days of the year you're unbeatable on a tennis court but the Mm -hmm. other days you're not perfect you have to just show up and just put the reps in and you have Mm -hmm. to lose some and win some and and whatever but it's 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 through the reps that you get the 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 training to align to be perfect you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and uh and his point was just that I want to be right on the money with every single rep that I do. And if I only get six, those are six ideal reps. Whereas the other ways, and, and, and what that would compile to be would be, it would be a workout, which would be super short. And it would be like three sets. Um, and he would get 
one or so sometimes even two sets or one set i think I'm, I'm getting that wrong by saying three sets it was sometimes it'd be one set where he would just go in smash it till he couldn't couldn't move an inch anymore and then move on to the next movement and attack the muscle from a different from a different uh from a different angle yeah. and uh a, a lot of the the bodybuilders of the day and arnold Schwarzenegger himself as well would be like i've got to do reps on reps on reps so really shifting the volume into the workout whereas he would be of the approach like if i do it well and if i nail it one time i don't need mm. to do a million i can just do the one one set and then get out of the gym and work on my recovery um mm. and actually grow and recover and then come back the next day and hit it even harder and put more weight on mm. the bar whereas you're still here doing the same set of 50 reps you know what i mean like that that was his that was his uh, thought process behind it i just thought it linked across really well where just be in complete alignment and uh don't think too far in the future just just nail this right here right now and mm. uh, it gets me thinking like the the last point on this was uh, a client of mine andy he was talking about how um when it comes to addiction it's mm. they ask you to to focus on the next 15 minutes of your life like if you can mm. get through the next 15 minutes of your life without needing your fix then well done you've you've yeah. nailed it that's as good as you could have done because the thing that keeps you behind is overthinking and yeah. or, or kind of or or staying with with your uh, with your addiction but if you can get through the next 10 minutes five minutes two minutes one minute without kind of going that way then that's as good as you could have done so that mm. is you being perfect like great work yeah. so yeah. i think i think a lot of people can can take from that and be like if i can get through the next minute of my life without overthinking and just acting then you can slowly start doing the reps in the right direction and exactly. uh, that's that's going to turn into you just being being gold you know what i mean yeah completely it's like mm -hmm. okay park the thing that you're seeing in the future because that's just overwhelming you right now you're like you know you're going to get there eventually but it's like you got to make the action right now in mm -hmm. uh, yeah that's that's it is just uh, the more you do that the 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 closer you'll ever get to being where you want to be. Whereas if you're just thinking about this is, this is in front of me, uh, th sorry, this is what's way down ahead of me, which is, you know, potentially the thing that I'm aiming at. And, uh, it's like, it seems like such a big thing mm -hmm. and it's so big that it's overbearing yeah. and it's like, yeah, but you can still get there, but you've got to chunk it right down to what can you do right now? Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's so important for, so important for you know, people that we work with it's because uh, it's always like especially like with your client base as well have you have you come across a lot of people who have um, like so-called done it all in the past and just can't just can't get the result to stick mm. in a way in a mm. way yeah because i think people have have thought that yeah i think i think the the example that jumps out of my mind is a girl that i worked with when i was at mayfair and uh she was she kind of came in with all the like i've done this training i've done that training i've done this diet and i've done that diet and i'm i'm kind of in she was in a place where she wasn't by any stretch of the imagination in bad shape but you could tell there was something about her and again it's back to your intuition um she didn't have to say it but I could feel that she was at a very high level of unease with herself. Like she almost felt like I can't achieve what I want to achieve. And what she wanted to achieve was to be lean, was to be in that kind of cover model kind of physique. 
shape. Mm. But the things that were holding her back was that she wasn't really giving. That's right. And she wasn't really giving um, each thing that she was trying her full attention. And she was almost mm. like flirting on the edge of it. And like you said, not aligning with things like sleep and not aligning with her digestion, not aligning with her stress management at, well at all and not aligning with her perspective as to where she was. And it was she was a very, very hardworking individual. I remember first session we did, uh, I think it was lateral raises. And I just, I just wanted to see where she was at with being pushed. And I think I gave her a set of five kilo dumbbells and she, she must have done like 50 odd reps. And she was just going and going and going. So it was like work ethic was not the issue. But it, mm. the issue was that she wasn't fully getting into what she was doing and she was almost like skirting other things so when it come time to, to work hard no problems but when it came right. time to go home and calm the mind down that was very difficult for her so then right. getting sleep was very difficult for her so then getting motivated for the next day was even harder so then having a conversation with somebody at work was even harder and it was everything just rolled into the next so right yeah, yeah. What, what, what prompted you to ask that question because it's um, it's a lot to do with um, like that long the long term goal. Like so, in her case, long term goal would be to get into that physique. And often, what tends to happen is is you start on something, and, and uh, so when it comes to those clients who have been like have done it before, but can't get the result to stick. Mm -hmm. um, one of the big things. I find I think is happening is that uh, they're not they're not sticking with um, uh, what's the best way to describe it. There's there's several things that are going on, but I think one of the biggest ones is that it's not a it's just uh, like there's too much emphasis placed on the long term and th the mm. ability to do the thing every day, the build that consistency, isn't there. And so the baseline mm. isn't rising. It's kind of like you do something for a short-term period, you get somewhere with it. It might feel like hard work. It might feel like it doesn't fit in with your lifestyle. It might not resonate with who you are as a person to train in that kind of way. So then you think, oh, I've tried everything and uh, it just doesn't work for me because this is just not who I am maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and then you know results come back down again and then if they hire somebody else to do the same to help them out again kind of go through that um kind of up and down yo-yoing through getting results not getting results getting results not getting results but i always find there's something more deeper lying than that and in and also not being in full alignment with what the end goal actually is so and not tapping into what the genuine issues are mm. so genuine issues like um, um, like we touched on it last week, self-belief, self-worth. Um, in your client, in this client's case that you just talked about, it wasn't work ethic was an issue, but for somebody else, work ethic could be an issue, getting motivated to um, train towards the goal. So then it's like I have something I want to achieve, but it's not 
um, kept at the forefront of the mind uh, because that's that's going to be important for when it gets hard, right? And like uh, we said it before, is like especially if you're a novice, you're going to make result, you're going to make gains quickly, but then you're going to get to a point where you probably plateau, and you need a reason to break through that. You know, you don't want to get to a point where like, oh, this is as far as I can ever come, and limit yourself with that belief. It's actually um, taking stock of what's actually happening and keeping yourself aligned with what your goal is and then realizing that you do have the capacity to break through that. So I asked that question because I think a lot of it has to do with not being aligned with that end goal and not chunking it down so that the consistent action is something that you can actually, that is required for you to get to that goal is something that you can actually do consistently. Mm. Like uh, classic case being somebody thinking of uh, needing to be 100% on nutrition all the time, you know, it's like, I need to be clean is like, uh, and the classic thought of, uh, I need to be chicken and broccoli, chicken and broccoli, chicken and broccoli, three meals, like six meals a day. And uh, I need to make sure I drink and I need to get all this sleep. And, you know, just being putting so many rigid restrictions on oneself without, without knowing why um without it uh, without you basically relating to why you're doing it and mm. so there's um i think yeah uh that's why i kind of brought that up is like how that how the the long-term goal is there but then the um the action that's required to put it off isn't uh, isn't there you know mm. is, is not it's not the sustainable consistent action that needs to be performed to get to that end goal and um, and also kind and also so it's the alignment so it's also wait because when you do have something that you need to achieve and you're gonna have and you you know you haven't got there before you haven't been able to sustain that result then you are gonna have to do things that you haven't done before and uh, then being okay with that or at least learning to be okay with that so it could um, uh, it will require a change of some level and mm -hmm. so keeping keeping the end result in mind and being dedicated to that and realizing that the consistent action mm -hmm. you've got to take right now mm -hmm. is something that feels difficult and mm -hmm. is going to be difficult because it's not normal for you. Um, but also it's where it's going to get you where you want to get to. And if you are completely opposed to it, let's figure out why you have the opposition to it. And you'll find that somebody may have had an eating disorder uh, in the past so you know they they don't like the idea of dieting and it's like okay well this doesn't have to be this isn't about dieting this is about sustainable living sustainable lifestyle so you find out where somebody's actually coming from so i think that's uh, that's a massively important part of it is like being honest about where you're coming from so that you can actually get to that end result Otherwise, um, if you're not, you're always uh, you're always going to be struggling. You're always going to be yo-yo. Mm. Too right, man. Too right. There's, a, there's, a, there's, we like you said. You've said it before as well on the podcast. Like looking at the end goal, looking at the shiny Instagram model, and being like, I want to be like that person, but mm. then not relating it back down to you, and and mm. not seeing that that person probably has very very good genetics probably been training from a very young age probably understood nutrition very well probably in most people's scenario most people's cases right now especially if you're looking at like a supplement ad probably taking mm -hmm. some kind of enhancement steroid mm -hmm. or whatever um mm -hmm. you're relating it back down to somebody who has a super stressful job who isn't able to cope with that firstly 
who maybe has, like you said, history of, of, of uh, not the best relationship with food, um, mm-hmm. maybe been surrounded by people who haven't supported you enough. You know what I mean? There's, there's millions of things that go into alignment. And I think the, the, the faster that, that we start to excavate like your, your own self, the, mm-hmm. the better for everyone, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if you're kind of, if you're going forward thinking that you're somebody else, it's, it's just like a pantomime, right? You're, you're not, you're not going to have the real thing. You, you, you need to strip back your own layers first of that, of mm-hmm. that kind of onion that you are um, and see kind of how, how, what's the best course of action for yourself. So yeah, yeah, man, I totally agree with that. And I think, I think a lot of people will look to the end goal and this is, this is part of the reason why I didn't like uh, working at some of the places I've worked in the past is because it's it's very important to start. It's very very important to start, and we talked about this earlier. And then along the way, make um, adjustments. But I think there's a there's there's more of a educated way in which we can start. And I think yeah. that's something that you do really really well. I think with with your assessments of people, and that's something that we can all kind of learn from and add to our skill set is taking our time to really get to know a person and not kind of jumping in the deep end with, oh, let's just, let me just smash you with uh, chicken and broccoli and let me just make you do burpees till you fall over. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that's, it's, it's, uh, it's like Jordan Shallows says on his course, like really it's 2020 guys. Like we, we, we can, we have, we can, we have a lot more understanding of the body right now mm-hmm. to, to say that things are like weak or, tight or strong or lacking you know what i mean like yeah. there, there's so many more ways we can look at these things so um that that then comes back down to, to what you said earlier about somebody like being a bit lacking commitment when it comes to working with someone it's it's mm. unless they're taking the time to check all these variables and i've been lucky enough to work with some of the some of the best coaches in the industry right now uh the industry through my kind of t- time training and the best ones are always the ones that take the time to understand you, to understand where you're yep. at, to to have that conversation with you every other, every couple of days, to be mm-hmm. there on the end of the phone, um, to check on things like stress levels, to to I'll have that conversation where, okay, this I'm not being billed for this. I don't care about the fact that I'm not being billed for this. I just want to make sure you're you're in a good place. Like the why, um, back to TJ, he says this all the time. Like the why is sincere. It's like you can have a why, which is like I want to just be, I want to be the 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 most well known person in this industry in my field. Like I want to be the like for yourself, you want to be the 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 brown guy who fixes people. Like that 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 can be you, right? But at the end of the day, you can be that. But if you're not sincere in that, then people will see it. And like you yeah. said, with with your alignment and people's intuition, it, you, <laughs> we said it in the other podcast, right? Like who you are speaks so loud. No one can hear yeah. a word you're saying, right? I really live by that. I genuinely live by that because because you can you can spend five minutes with you and realize that you know what all you want to do is help people, and mm. that people sometimes who don't see it, you can almost leave it to be like, okay, you're not aligned enough to see the value yeah. I have for you, but I know it's there. I know I've worked for it. I know that this is pure, and um, it's kind of it's kind of a matter of time, right? So yeah, just mm-hmm. just do the work on yourself to to find out all those little things because because it's uh it's all part of the picture yeah 100 percent. and if anything it's the most important part of the picture as well mm. it's like it's like um it's it's actually it's like there's a void there 
and that goal is filling that void, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that isn't to say that, like, because um, something that I've been um, musing about, like a conversation I had was like, you know, if you have a goal, does that inherently mean that where you are right now, you're not enough? Um, and for me, um, the way I look at it is, is like you actually have everything within you to achieve whatever you want is just not being expressed yet. So if you're at a situation, so if you, so like, say, for example, uh, like, you know, you have a goal that you want to, you want to get to. So let's relate it back to the very, the, the very uh, kind of rudimentary goal that people have in our in the health fitness industry, which is want to tone up, lose weight. So say that that is a goal, but what that goal does is represent, um, represent the best version of yourself right so the goal isn't to turn up and lose weight the goal is to become a better version of yourself the goal is to become a healthier version of yourself a fitter version of yourself and that's what is actually underlying what that means and so that in and also that isn't to say that where you are right now you uh, you are not enough like you have to believe that you're enough to be able to get to that place as well because where you are is mostly an expression of all the decisions you made to be there. So you are trying to now express yourself in a way which is more aligned with who you uh, who you could be. Mm. And so that goes back to what we've said before about identity is shifting. It changes based on like you know who you decide you want to be, who you decide what your values you decide to live by. But it's also um, I think it's just it, it's all within you. Everything that you ever want to do is within you. It's just about giving yourself the space and the explicit, maybe the goal is the thing, giving yourself that explicit goal to aim at to help you express everything you could possibly be. So um, I don't even remember what the original thing mm. it came off was, but that's legit, bro. I think that's what it is. I think um, it's uh, that's another thing. That, uh, so maybe that's actually, I think that's what I'm trying to say is anybody who sets out a goal, you have to accept where you are right now because if you mm. don't you're it's like you're running away from something um, yeah. you can't run away from yourself basically you have to appreciate where you are right now and know you can do better for yourself and you should always believe that you can do better for yourself and that is what helps us live good lives helps us live better lives because anytime you kind of fall into your own version of mediocrity where you're not really doing anything which is um helping you move forward in your own way it doesn't matter how small it is you just end up with a level of anxiety you end up with a level of stress you end up not feeling happy with the situation around you on whether it's on a low grade level where it barely registers but you but there's something going on with you all the way to the big things where you're like i could be i could be doing better for myself and i'm not and therefore it's making me feel depressed mm -hmm. so it's it's related to all of that i think um you have to appreciate and accept where you are and realize that you can express yourself in a better way so that you can be more aligned with who you truly want to be. And every time you're on that journey, you make life a lot more interesting for yourself and for the people around you as well, whether they realize it or not, they're, they're going to be better off for you mm. being in a better position. And so it's kind of like, I think another way of looking at it is, is like, here's a dot placing yourself here right now. And then here's another dot where, you think you want to be and you're just drawing a line 
between the two and you're just kind of moving along um you're moving along that line you're charting a course on that line and it's still you it's just a better is a better is a better version of you so that's where it comes down to kind of knowing where you're at and and appreciating where you're at and accepting where you're at and and then expressing the better versions of you so that you're moving along that line you know charting that ter- charting that course to the territory where you can feel better and better and better about yourself mm-hmm. and set a new baseline man too right bro too right yeah man it's, it's, it's almost like the perception of how you think it should go versus the perception of how it actually goes mm. like we're not perfect you know what i mean like yeah. that's that we are completely flawed and for the no, mostly flawed and the reason we want to do better in the end is we we see that there is growth you know i mean there is something that i want to achieve mm-hmm. and um i think yeah understanding where you want to go but also clearly understanding where you're at right now is mm-hmm. vital because without it i think you end up uh, spending a lot of your time and i did this i did this too much when it was when i was going through my and i could say it's it's, it's such a a good segue in my opinion where i can say that my goal when i was younger and i was chasing the weight on the barbell was to be bigger to be stronger and that was it there was no clear defined number there was no clear defined today i will tick that box if i hit x y or z it was just mm. i was using it as a medium of expression and i was going to the gym as an angry kid lifting angry every day and mm. that's that's fine to an extent but really, if I was to say, could I have used that time better? 100%. Could I have used that time to be more aligned if I was clearer with the daily objectives and breaking it down and being like, okay, today, numbers, for instance, I'm going to work off certain percentages. I'm going to work off of fully understanding my my makeup so I don't get injured over long times. And I'm going to go home to rest because I need to rest appropriately because i need to realign you know i mean it's Mm. all the variables all the moving parts have to slowly be excavated and have to have to slowly be brought to your awareness and like you said like the dot here and the dot kind of off in the distance you it's only by starting and by making the journey that you realize oh shit i've got to know this and i've got to know this and i've got to know Mm -hmm. this and it's like we talk about this gym that we're doing right now and and like there's so much there's just so much to consider and it's like there's so much because you're the same as i feel like i'm similar to yourself in this is that having a business having a gym or having whatever it is you know you want the the long-term vision is is there but then as you kind of start picking away at that pandora's box and it just flips and opens on you you're just like oh wow there is so much in this and like you you just have to be more than who you were at the start like i remember when i came out from london i thought i was kind of there i'd seen i'd seen a very good example of roughly roughly what i what i wanted to have for myself but now i'm just like yeah there's so much more there's so much more that so much more is is every day um mm. yeah and it's i i think it's, it's just it's like you said it's vital for yourself to start that journey it's about for yourself to be responsible enough and this is another like kind of virtue and value that i think we need to explore is like that responsibility of okay i want to change but when you start changing are you somebody who's like going about it like a headless chicken and just kind Mm. of running around 
thinking that you're moving towards the goal and really at the same time making people's lives around you a bit more chaotic or are you somebody who just like a bit of a tortoise i'm just plucking away every day i'm plucking away every day and by the end of it i'm gonna get vaguely where i wanted to be but i'm gonna have much more of an understanding because i went at it a bit slower and i know that i know i know roughly i know i know, I know as much as i can know right now about where i'm going and i'm starting mm-hmm. to work toward it you know what i mean like that's yep. that's the uh that's that's such a, such a key thing yeah yeah i think um i think it's a confucius line it doesn't matter how slowly you go as long as you don't stop mm-hmm. yeah, man. yeah and yeah. that's and that's that's a powerful one to know because it's just if you can at the end of the day the way you look where you talk about it is can you look in the mirror and say you know you're happy with what you've done today and who you are M- my way of looking at it is is can i say to myself that i've moved forward in some small way today have i and if even if it's just like a tiny little thing it could just be like um like for example i'm setting up an online portal right for um for future clients and uh and in my like it is it is a big big task because it's like what do i need to incorporate what do i need to what kind of funnel do i need to have that leads towards it um friggin like like what's uh, you know how am i going to lay out like the modules for example and what uh, how am i going to make it coherent all those different things and i'm like putting myself into some overwhelm with that and and that's the thing when you have overwhelm that's basically you put you've got too many inputs coming in to your nervous system and your brain's going i'm going to shut down because i can't handle all of this so you stop right but then what you need to do is go hang on hang on a second i've got all this shit going on i've got all this stuff that is making me freeze let me just pick one thing like one small thing and that for me started off with today i'm going to find the membership portal service provider that i'm going to use and i'm going to sign up to it done i moved forward the next day i'm going to investigate it i'm going to look at the tutorials that they have and uh, you know make sure that i'm kind of getting to grips with it cool done next day i'm going to start playing around with the membership pool and the next day is today for me actually so it's just each and every day i'm moving that little bit little bit forward and it could easily have it in your head that i haven't done enough because we're so self-critical we end up being really really self-critical of ourselves and we're just like yeah i did that but i could have done this yeah i did that i could have done this but fundamentally you gotta ask yourself did i move forward today did i Mm -hmm. do did i make a decision which is in alignment with who I am and where I want to, where I want to go yeah, in my, in line with my core values and where I want to go. If you can say yes, you can be fucking proud of yourself. You know, you could, you've done a good thing because the thing about that is it snowballs as well. And it, um, so um, it, you end up training, you're putting the reps in for that. Right. And you end up training that. And then you end up being able to lift more weight in that, mm-hmm. you know, you end up being able to add more volume to that. So you improve your levels of efficiency on a day-to-day basis and your productivity. And you're able to make even more decisions, which are aligned with your core values, which are aligned with where you're going. So then it ends up having that compounding effect and you're better and better and better and better and better off each and every day. And you have to go back to appreciating that journey. But you also do have to ask yourself at the end of the day, is like, what could have gone better? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's one thing uh, where I've realized is like, oh, I've said this same answer several days in a row. Tomorrow, I'm going to make sure that's not the same answer. So it's an important thing 
to go through that. So then you've added a thing to your win there. You've taken it off the what could have gone better list to what can I, uh, you know, what did I do well today, even if it's something mm-hmm. small. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that is the way you challenge the big goal. Uh, that is the way you take on the challenge. And that is the way that you break it right down so that you don't go through the overwhelm. When you have that Pandora's box that opens up and you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't realize I had all this shit to do. Because mm-hmm. I just, just picked one thing, man. <laughs> just just got it wrong with it. And then that will compound on itself. And uh, yeah, and I found myself like doing that more. And um, actually, <laughs> you know, I'm actually achieving something, you know, just getting better and better and better at life as a result of uh, uh, doing that kind of stuff. And um and then what I will say is it's not going to be like that every single day. So here's a good one um, is like, say Thursday for me was one of mm. those days. So I had a few mm. sessions. Of the day. I delivered the sessions and I was like, that was productive in that level. But then around that, I realized like without even realizing it, it was, it was actually without realizing it. It got to the end of the day when I was kind of evaluating everything. I was like, you know what? The day just kind of slipped by me. I had three things that I wanted to do besides the training, uh, training my clients and I didn't fucking get to them. I was like, what the hell happened? You know, like, where did I waste my time? How did I become so unproductive? And then, you know, the, the time gremlin that is social media, it was, uh, I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah, that's definitely on the top of the list. Mm. And, uh, and then because of how that affects your brain and how it can leave you in that kind of scatterbrain process, a uh, scatterbrain kind of um, situation, it didn't, I didn't focus on anything else. And then, so I got towards the end of the day and I was like, why do I feel antsy? You know, like I didn't achieve anything. I didn't achieve what I needed to on like the small thing I needed to on this given day. So I felt like I was beating myself up. Right. So I felt like shit. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. I shouldn't have wasted my day, blah, blah, blah. But because I've got this new process of evaluating the day, I saved the day. So what I mean by that is, um, is instead of beating myself up about it and then the next day kind of lingering in bed in the morning and feeling like shit because oh, I wasted yesterday. So, you know, today's a bit of a ride. You know how, like we talked about the the negative cycle that you can find yourself in, like you've got a virtuous cycle and you've got the vicious cycle. So mm. if you keep making bad decisions, those bad decisions snowball on themselves and you just, before you know it, you're like, uh, you're, you're in, you're not productive during the day. You're not eating the foods that you know you want to eat, which will sustain your health. You're not getting enough sleep. You're just kind of in this haze and all that kind of stuff. And uh, but what I did instead was at the end of the day, I evaluated what happened. I was like, this is why this happened. And I'm not going to let that. Um, I don't. Number one, I realized I don't like the feeling of that. And number two, I realized why it happened. Mm. So I'm just not going to do that tomorrow. So I brought myself a hell of a lot more awareness by having a bad day. Mm. So I had a shit day. I realized what that was because I decided because I've got this process now where I evaluate it. And I'm just like, I'm not going to let that happen again. You know, I'm going to make sure that I don't feel like that again on another day. So it became a very, very good day. So a bad day became a very good day because I learned so much from that day. And then it basically made me delve deeper into what is my ideal day look like? Uh, how do I want that? Uh, how do I want to feel at the end of the day? And um, so I know now how I don't want to feel and mm. how is that going to feed into what I do want to feel. And um, so laid out my kind of ideal day and laid out how I want to feel at the end of the day and uh, just making sure that I'm 
edging towards becoming more and more more efficient with my time mm. and that is also related to what is like uh, the actions are related to my core values so that i come out every day feeling feeling really good and so it was uh, it was a blessing you know it ended up being a blessing in disguise i ended up having a crap day but i turned it into a very meaningful day let's put it that mm. way it doesn't mean it's a good day it means it's a more meaning it's a meaningful day because i learned so much from having that day and realizing i don't want to feel like that again and i don't want to have that kind of day again and i'm going to utilize that to drive me forward so the like when you have that kind of day it doesn't mean that it's a write off it doesn't mean uh, sorry it, it's a write off but it doesn't mean that it uh, it defines what has what the next day has to look like and the day mm -hmm. after that because a lot of people have the idea of well if i'm off the bandwagon then fuck it you know i've uh, i've i've uh, i've lost it mm -hmm. it's like no, not at all next day you just reevaluate you evaluate what went wrong the next day and you you fix it up you get back to get back to where you need to be too right, man. Too right. I mean, like you said it best there. You learn what you don't want. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's, it's all the same um, say sayings, but it's like you fail your way forward, right? You fail your way <laughs> to the to the right answer. And those days are only wasted if you don't learn from them. Like less, lessons are only like, lessons are only losses if you don't learn from them, right? Like you, you've, you've got to make sure that <clears throat> you have that reevaluation period. And like, then you bring it back to your awareness. You run it by your alignment, and then you act. Right? It's yeah. like it's like you've got you've got to really make sure that you uh, you. It's a process. <laughs> it's a process, man. It's the process. Process. It's a process. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. You, you, you just, it's it, it's it's really interesting because I think the more you touched on it today, and I think it's it's a really really great way. I keep cycling back to it is that if you want this to be your life start figuring it out right now because it all just steamrolls like you start having awareness of one thing and that's your intuition growing and that internal intuition then spreads into well i don't really like the way that person talks to me so i'm gonna cut them out of my life like mm. that okay that's another that's another that's a, that's, a, that's a thing that i didn't want part of my day gone like that's mm. not an issue anymore like like and the fact that i did that was an act that I feel comfortable doing. I'm, I'm, I'm now affirming that I'm a strong, confident person who can just say, nah, see you later. Like that's, um, um, and the fact that I'm recognizing the fact that I'm a strong person is another thing. Like, you know what I mean? There's so many, kind of, like you said, compounding efforts. All of a mm -hmm. sudden, like I now have the confidence to know, know that I want to sign up for this course. I know I have the confidence to know that when I learn this thing, I'm going to go forward and, and teach it with, with, complete generosity you know because I mean? because again you've done the reps and knowing yourself and yeah. there's there's no other way to be because you're right on your path you know what i mean you have but you have to like you said lose that path to um you have to lose that path and then be aware of that loss to mm. to kind of come back you know what i mean like that back to that missile and a missile analogy you've got you've got this internal barometer which is telling you like i don't want to be doing these days these days that feel like shit these days that leave me feeling more lethargic leave me feeling more like oh oh tomorrow again mm -hmm. you know what i mean like yeah, yeah exactly. I, I know a few of those people where you see them and you just there's like almost you want to grab them and just scream in their face like you want to just hold their head and just like shout into their face and like that, that's that's the that's the feeling i get sometimes yeah, right? yeah, yeah. like <laughs> i thought of somebody immediately when you started saying that <laughs> same same 
and like you'll just grab their ears and just like ah yeah you need to just just no whatever whatever this is right is just not it like you're off the mark right yeah. and um I'm not perfect. Like we ain't perfect, but at the same time, right? You know what? We're here trying, right? And mm. I, I really want you to just be more about that life. Like be mm. more about that correction. And yeah. uh, I, I, I like to think that we'd be the kind of people that would pick up on the slightest correction. And I think mm. I think we are sometimes. Like somebody will say something, and you're just like, I log that in my mind. You use yeah. the good word. Like that's that's nice. That's like obviously it's it's not like I am the fucking king of our awareness. Like but <laughs> but. It's like I, I am good I, at. yeah, <laughs> I could, but but you pick up on it. You pick up on when somebody is making a, an actual effort, right? Like mm. you, I don't know, you've you've had that client that is like, you set them a task to do, whether it be a form on an exercise, and you can just see them like just going through the motion and like, where's your head at? Like, do you yeah. see yourself right now? Do you really mm. see yourself? Because you're asking me to change this thing that you're supposedly really not happy with but the action that i'm seeing from you is that fuck if i could stay like this for the rest of my life i'd be well happy like that's what i'm mm. seeing but mm. yeah man I, it, it all just comes back down to that same same thing is that if you're not aligned uh fully or even trying to be aligned with with what you want to be then outsourcing that to somebody else is mm. only going to get you so far down the road like mm. we we are in the business of, of teaching people how to align and making yeah. them aware and then teaching them how to act on that awareness and that alignment right like mm. I'm, I'm i've rushed i've run those three phrases by you before and i I'm, the more i think about it the more i kind of i see them in unison it's like mm. yeah and but you can only go so far with that um it's it's it, it's very much about like you like kai green says it in one of his uh have you have you have you ever followed uh, kai green before yeah, I know of him. Yeah, I've like seen yeah. some of the stuff he's done as well, but uh, I haven't cool. followed him on social media or anything. Okay, okay. So basically, I, I think this was kind of before his social media, but he was he did these right. uh, these videos for MD Muscular Development Magazine, and mm -hmm. um, he he's basically in this like apartment in middle of New York. It's funny, me and TJ randomly started talking about this the other day, and it was cool because I, it, it was nice to know that I'd sat there, watched that video, and somewhere I didn't even know TJ at that time. But he'd sat right. there and watched that video, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. it, hit, it, hit, it hit both of us in a really hard way. And yeah. um, then we'd like years and years later, we'd sat there and just been like, oh shit, yeah, you remember that too? Like, that's such a, that's like, such a cool thing. As like stepbrothers, can we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I love it. Yeah, man. And in that, in that uh, like, film shot or whatever it's like, it's like a two-part documentary thing and like 20 minutes long each right and uh, he's he's in this apartment and he's like it's a <clears throat> crappy place but he knows why he's there he knows that he has to he has to stay in that apartment because it puts him in the mindset that he's like i want to i want to leave this apartment but i mm. want to leave it with a trophy i want to leave it with having i'm using this place to make me work harder to get out of this place mm. you know what i mean and then he he goes to the gym and he's sat there like i think after his workout and he's like you literally have to save your own life like mm. you actually have to save your own life like and, and his his story is a mad story where he's talked about like he was uh, an orphan growing up i think um living in and out of hostels and then somebody kind of adopted him i think adopted him or just kind of he was a foster he was a foster child uh, somebody uh, fostered parented him i don't know what that phrase is um mm. 
yeah so he's he's kind of he's he's been there where life's been super tough for him but you see a lot of people kind of back to what we said at the start of the conversation like there's no real um they're not choosing that hard path you know what i mean no, no, he, he he didn't necessarily choose it but it kind of chose him but then at the end of the day he was choosing it because he was stay he was choosing to stay in that apartment like he he had he had won olympia titles but not olympia titles but arnold classic titles by then he had won a lot of money he could have moved over to a different part of town but he was choosing to kind of stay in the fire you know what i mean like and that that's the uh that's such such a big win and that that then becomes a person who like i said is like is is dangerous is a weapon because mm. they can they can affect you with their fire you know what i mean like if you if you ain't got none you can't give none but you've you've got to go and get yours first and like i said like you've got to save your own life first by yeah being aware of your own being aware of your own life being aware of the reps you're doing and what what the what what are you causing to hypertrophy by doing these reps right are you causing the, the fat lazy kind of person inside you to hypertrophy or are you causing the, the beast inside you to to come on out yeah exactly man yeah. how are you gonna how are you gonna lead that life mm, love it man Completely. love it for sure bro for sure <clears throat> thinking thinking of athletes um been watching that uh Chicago Bulls Michael Jordan documentary on okay. uh, I missed a couple of episodes but um yeah, the last dance and man I don't know if you know anything about Jordan nothing tell me anything but he like um to me like the competitive spirit in that guy is just unrivaled man that's just what it seems like like unrivaled he's got the capacity to take one tiny thing and like he's his baseline is so freaking high that that baseline is the best in the world like it'll best ever and especially at the time is like the best in the world and then but he'll he'll be able to introduce another gear if somebody just like ever so slightly slights him he's going to use that and uh it's and just basically the ability to to take something and help it build you into something bigger i'm not saying like anybody does it the way jordan does it because i don't know anything else about um you know how he felt about his uh um how he like you know how much of a success he considered himself all that kind of stuff i don't like i don't know anything about that but what i do what i do see is is like the ability to take something and to let it elevate you hmm. and i just yeah i just thought like uh it just kind of made me think of that is uh Whereas Kai Green's like staying in that apartment because it represents him going through the fire. Mm. There's, uh, like Jordan with the ability to take one little thing and be able to use it to help him elevate himself to another level. It was something like in some of the examples they gave in the documentary was like one of the things was a guy who had a good game on him and just said to him, yeah, nice game, Mike. And uh, that just took him like, all right, this took him to another level. He goes, that's because the way he, I think the way he interpreted it was, is this guy thinks he's better than me. Fuck him. I'm going to destroy him. Mm. <laughs> and then just kind of ran with that and just basically ran rampant on the teams in the following matches. And, and so it's more like, uh, like no one's going to be able to be him. No one's going to be able to like em emulate that kind of, like that level of mindset basically. But it's just, kind of taking that principle and being like, you know, what is the thing that you can use to help drive you forward, you know? And, and, and well, while you're at it as well, try and enjoy the process as well. I'm not, I'm not mm. sure if you ever enjoyed the process, 
um, on some level. Like I don't know because I don't know that that uh, <laughs> that side of him. Um, but um, but it's like take something, make it mean something, and then just uh, and make it excel you. And mm. you know, so it kind of made me think of uh, on what small level am I doing that in my life? I'm like, yeah, okay. There's a, there's a couple of things. It's like you know, with my training, is like I I think of. I think of like, um, you know, what it means to be strong in a couple of years time, what it means to have a strong, healthy, mobile body at 75. And what that means is like, uh, is like I'm going to be fit and healthy then. And I'm going to be yeah. fit and healthy now is uh, by working on it now is, is the way I think about it. And, um, and then just kind of like having one kind of word in my mind is like, you know, how you're talking about the day you don't want to go to the gym is the day you go to the gym for me is like uh, I, th I kind of think of that person in a couple of years time who's who I believe to be strong in that physical sense and I just use the word like strong and like uh, that's my word like or a variation of it is like strength or strong and it just helps me to be like yeah okay that's where I'm headed so mm -hmm. don't forget just just mm -hmm. just train <laughs> love it man love mm -hmm. it that's so legit that's um yeah he's he's a beast in that sense man and I think uh it was that like that that's that song that I sent you last time, the Hoosier tune. Yeah, 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 man. That, that the uh, Arsenal's lullaby. Yeah, 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 yeah. The what's what's the line from it? It's like uh, you, so, all you have, all you have is your fire. Yeah, yeah. And, and the place you need to reach, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, I know that. And then it's like, uh, you can't never, ever tame your demons. Just keep them yeah. on a leash, right? It's like yeah. that's, that's it. Yeah. I think it's even better. Uh, it's even better. It's like he says, "Don't ever tame your demons. Just keep them on a leash." Mm. So that's even better because it's not like you can tame your demons. You could tame your demons, but uh, it's like don't tame them. Just keep them on a leash. And it's yeah, yeah. That's what he's saying with Jordan. There, he's like, "I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Like it's there. It's there." And I, I genuinely, I resonate with that sometimes because it's it's like you want to be. It's going to sound Magnus now, but you want to be a good person. Right, yeah. you want to be somebody who is upstanding, and, and, and but then there's a time and a place to just be like ruthless, mm. and I think you need both. You absolutely need both, and you need to exercise that ruthlessness on yourself first. To mm. to then, if you're in a competitive environment where someone's sticking their finger on your chest and telling you no, no, like <laughs> no, it's it's my way. You know what I mean. That. Okay. yeah that's it that's it you have to and, and you can get told no in that setting but then you can't forget it like you have to use that you have to use that and i think that that's a that's a very powerful thing man a hundred percent a hundred percent it's made him who he was but i think that now let's just stay on him as an athlete right 100 mm. the, the reason there's a reason why he's the greatest right and and like in that medium like you you can't like the, the thing of judging a goldfish by its ability to, to climb a wall like no don't don't call about that like George, michael jordan is a basketball player let's judge him by being a basketball player and that just shows that that setting that click in the mind is what he needed to be that greatest and leave everybody else behind so yeah man I think that's totally legit and that's there's a lot of lessons there and like uh poliquin charles poliquin used to say that uh success leaves clues and mm. in in that setting like success the clue that he left was like nobody can have anything like this is mm. mine like and we see the same thing with john jones right john jones is that same like he doesn't give you anything like he won't he doesn't want to give you an inch right and i think mm. uh 
he just he strikes me in the same way that he kind of he, he can't switch off like he's always mm. been wild volatile john jones but yeah. then when it gets to hitting you with a spinning back elbow you can see in his mind like he's like yeah you're gonna take that and you're gonna take another one and you're gonna take another one and i've got this for you too you don't even know about that yet and i think that's, <laughs> that, that's definitely part of that game that's definitely part of that game and i think yeah it just like it's like like we said in the conversation earlier it's about knowing what's required in all these situations if it's life okay it's a different set of rules we're playing by but if it's mm -hmm. a com composition and if it's like if if it's that level the highest level then you best you best be able to switch gears and yeah. uh and use use like i think you have to use a bit of aggression use a little bit of um passion like in that sense to just to yeah. just deny the next guy and be like no it's my time completely man it's like mm. and um several things i mean one of the so jordan peterson i like how he puts it which is you have to you should be a monster an absolute monster and then you should learn how to control it and the idea behind it is also that you uh because there's no point in being there's no virtuosity in being tame in being naive in being a rabbit you know it's like mm. it's docile and to hold yourself back you if it's it's virtuous if you know how to be monstrous and you don't be monstrous mm. and i'm like yes that was like the permission i needed to go be a fucking badass or whatever whatever i want to do because uh it's important you know it's, it's important to be able to combine the two otherwise yeah it's it's just perfect you just described it perfectly i don't really need to say much more about that but it's um yeah you should be a monster an absolute monster and then you should learn how to control it because then you're acting, you're acting virtuously, and you're going to get further in life because you've balanced, you know, you've balanced yourself out. You've got mm -hmm. that aggression, but you've got the compassion. Too right, man. Too right. And I like you talked about alignment earlier, and when you you have that gut feeling that I oh, really want to explore that. I think we we should we should mm. talk about that more in another podcast, or even just mm. off air and just 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 dissect it a bit more in terms of yeah, sure. having that gut feeling. Um, but when we're talking about this kind of stuff, it 1 million percent speaks to me, like million percent where it's like, okay, like you can, you can, there's a reason, like I can say that the way, the way I was in terms of being like training and pushing myself and whatever, that's there. But then you have to learn to quell that and be like, okay, keep it, keep it, but then use it at certain times. Right. Like, yeah. but then um, again, like, back then it was it was constant reps in that one thing and then mm. you, you come away from it and you have to almost unlock it like you said give yourself permission to do that thing again yep and uh yeah i think i think that that's it's definitely part of who we are and mm. it, it's it's as we go forward into, into the stuff we're talking about right now it's about fully understanding the implications of being there all the time and and i've had conversations with very close friends of mine about how you can't be there all the time. You simply can't. Like in thinking, thinking that it's 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 right. It's like that absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? You mm. can't you can't be that juggernaut twenty four seven. You have to have the ability to flip the switch, uh, yep. both on and off, and consciously know that it's for the betterment of both to have mm. yin and yang. You know what I mean? Like and and if you if you're somebody who just constantly redlines, um, yeah, you're going to be very good at redlining. But at the end of the day, like you need to run low RPM sometimes as well. It's, it's just yeah. as important. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's um, it's it's a basic 
uh, it's a basic requirement from our physiology as well to keep ourselves healthy and moving forward is like um, we don't need any help getting stressed. You know, there's uh, we're kind of predisposed to experience stress. Uh, but what we need to be able to do is be able to bring ourselves back to mm. that low RPM level. I like how you say that, low RPMs. you got to rev it right back down. You've got to take it easy. Um, and that's a skill to learn over time because it's natural in our evolution to respond to stressful scenarios because we need to learn them to, uh, we need to uh, we need to make sure that we don't find ourselves in those situations again but then being able to tone down in our modern environment is is where the problem is we mm -hmm. just don't have that capacity we don't know how to switch off so we need to learn how to enter relaxation states and we need to learn how to enter states which where actually where we do stress ourselves um, that stress we put on us under on ourselves ends up being a good thing because stress is a good thing. We need stress in our life. Uh, it helps us, like, for example, training is a stress. We need that physical stress. Um, otherwise, we're not going to get physically fitter. But then where the gains are made is when we're recovering, right? So that applies across the board in all of life. You can't be going like that juggernaut, 100% of the time and not know how to switch off from that because you're going to burn out. You're going to burn mm. out very, very quickly. And and I've always kind of had the idea that um, the people like, so for example, in terms of people I look up to, like, I mean, like, I, don't, I don't care about celebrities or anything like that, right? But there's like, in terms of people I look up to and the success that they've had and the the image that I see of them, right? Because you're never going to know them personally, but the image that I have of, say, some is is of a pure success is something like Roger Federer because he is somebody who is just like in this freakish way has got his head screwed on in what it appears to be like his head is screwed on better than any person who's ever been at his level, right? Like the best in the world has this amazing relationship with the game that he plays loves it so much the pressure um if it ever gets to him he's able to deal with it um who is able to continually excel continually adapt and he, like you know he looks like he's got a happy family life and all that kind of stuff everything is balanced and like that's unbelievable um to be able to have that he's got like obviously on the court um he's balletic as people would say but um, there's there's a level of monstrousness that's there as well. You're not successful like that if you if you aren't a monster as well. So he's got that perfect balance between his temperament, his um, his his personal life, and his professional life. That's what it all looks like, and that's that to me is like that's true success. You've got a lot of people like you know, say John Jones for example, unbelievable talent in the ring, but then complete wild card outside of it and is like is that successful is like you know that in the, in the bigger in the bigger picture um and 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 so it's like uh, you know that ability to switch those mm -hmm. nodes from mm -hmm. one end of like juggernaut to the other of being calm cool buddha collected that's that's like a in a way that's a prerequisite to being successful yeah mm -hmm. in the long term you can strip it back to this, right? So we know that the musculoskeletal system, each muscle has an action and 
a function or whatever, right? But if we're outsourcing because one muscle can't fully do its job, then mm -hmm. the next thing down the chain has to carry the slack, right? That one bicep or whatever muscle you can put the name to isn't fully actualizing. So you're mm -hmm. having to, to bleed into the next thing to, mm -hmm. to make it happen, right? And yep. that's, that's misalignment to a T, right? That's, that's where yep. the body isn't, isn't, uh, isn't able to fully kind of direct itself in one direction, so it has to use the next guy who isn't really that guy. Like he shouldn't, he shouldn't really be used in that direction. So exactly. the win, the win is to fully understand how this is supposed to work, get it mm -hmm. to a place where it works like that, and then let it be, and then flip the switch between two. You know what I mean? Like kind of fully exploring the the rage of training hard, then fully exploring the calmness of meditation and then having the duality of being able to do both because there's a time and a place to to act on both but if you're constantly in one mode you're not going to be aroused enough to 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 fully take advantage when you need to and also you're not going to be you're going to be too raging to the point where you burn yourself out you know what i mean you need to have understanding of both but i think it only comes from doing like this, this theme of this podcast is kind of a just, just doing right. Mm -hmm. And you will, you will have the growth, but the, the end of the end, um, piece of it, PM piece of that puzzle is to say that you need to recognize and you need to be aware of, of what signals you're getting. And I think the more you lose yourself in that awareness, the, sorry, mm -hmm. the more you find yourself in that awareness, mm -hmm. the, um, the clearer the road becomes. Yeah completely man exactly and yeah you just learn to yeah you learn to toggle uh, between the two settings and um yeah the only way you learn is by doing and you're going to make mm. those mistakes those mistakes help you course correct mm -hmm. that's, the that's one, it bro. that's the one that's the one yeah man I think hopefully if people out there kind of listen to this and they have their own i think i touched on this a little bit last week like their own ideas of this their own experiences within what we've been talking about it'd be great mm -hmm. to hear it'd be great to hear yeah. like what what's your duality and what's what are things have you become aware of in yourself and what's that look like and you know like physical manifestation is a massive thing like i'm a different human to what i was before to who yeah. i was before and not just the mentality but the awareness but the actual physical being like yeah. that's um it's it's an actual like when you say people say the word transformation it's mm -hmm. it's completely it's completely the same yeah. thing like this is my next form you know what i mean like that that's yeah. uh now that dragon ball z kind of way of saying it <laughs> yeah, that's it true, true transformation yeah it's, achieve uh, my next level okay we're gonna see you with the yellow hair next month yeah buddy yeah buddy be my beard down, beer down to my ankles just let's go yeah. you're gonna be super saiyan brown <laughs> Super I'd love to, bro. I'd love to. That's uh, that'll happen. Well, that'll happen for sure. Yeah, yeah man. That'd be legit. That's cool. Bro, shall That's we? Cool. Shall we? Um, shall we take the questions that we received this week? Yeah, man. That would be cool. That'd be cool. Let's, yeah. let's get into that. Yeah, we got uh, we got a couple of questions. Um, who? Uh, Uma is from your client, right? Yeah, Hemel. Hemel, uh, long-term client of mine. Uh, last <laughs> three years, he was one of my first clients at UP, and. Mm. Um, we, yeah, we worked together for a long time and then during lockdown now uh, i reached out and i just said look like where are you at we, we, we've been talking behind the scenes behind uh for, for a little bit of time 
and he'd been working um, quite busily. And now he's got a bit more time, and yeah, he just he just we've been we've been training over over Skype for the last six weeks. I want to say six seven weeks, and he's been making some crazy gains, doing really really well. Out outlined like he, I think he he would agree that there's there's a, there's it's interesting because the more I'm studying with Jordan Shallow right now, the more I'm understanding that there's different ways of tackling certain kinds of body types. And mm-hmm. there is, we touched on this one, one, one of the weeks of the course, just briefly, but genetic predispositions, predispositions to being in specific ways. And I think mm-hmm. it's, it's helping me understand like as a, as a coach that if I have a certain, a certain client in front of me, obviously it's personal. It's very personal to the person. But if he, if he, if you are a, taller i'm gonna say indian client of mine taller longer limbs um and you might be obsessed because because you're you're taller you've got longer limbs like same thing with sam right it's a case where training wise i think stability aspects stability training in the way that we kind of do it with 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 exercises that elicit instability i think are massively massively beneficial whether it be stability of the core stability of the hip stability of the shoulders of the spine i think that's a that's a really interesting thing that we can kind of get into maybe in a, in a future podcast because we'll get into this question after i stop waffling but um like uh just having him as a client really taught me a lot and it's it, it helped me to see my growth in the sense that before i would have trained him same as i would have trained any guy but hmm. I would have trained him with like pushing him on on muscles of his chest and his back and things that he wants. But the underlying subcontext, the, the 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 subtext behind this is that the kind of client he is requires these prerequisites before he starts pushing himself with a heavy barbell. And that's yep. what we're, that's what this time has now taught me um, is that we can do the mobility work, but he's actually hypermobile in some ways. He's actually mm-hmm. very, very mobile in some ways. In some ways, he's very undersupported. So that's where the stability comes in. But now mm-hmm. he's he's getting that. He's getting crazy strong. We're working on things like breathing techniques and whatever. So he's doing so well. He's doing so so well. Like last couple of weeks, things like his push-ups, a simple thing, um, but something that he's taken a lot of pride in, just smashing um he's done so well with and it's it's come from us understanding the the component parts of the exercise and building building kind of the the rigidity in certain areas building the stability in certain areas and uh and then just just steamrolling it man his strength has come on so so well so just want to give him a shout out along with his question so uh, great work man great work um yeah so his question what was his first question his question was talking about so the first question was um, handling a naughty weekend of eating bad food. So it was basically about um, the way I understood it was. Give me yeah, one second. I smell some burning. I don't know why. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I think you better. Yeah, you better take care. Of that. I'll uh, I'll just uh, <laughs> I'll just talk away. So the question was. Um, so I think the frame that is coming from is uh, if you've had a a naughty weekend, I put inverted commas of eating bad food, bad I put in inverted commas, how do you recover from it and uh, how do you handle it? That's, uh, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, we're all good, we're all good. Yeah, we're all good, okay, good, yeah. good. So I was just explaining the question. And um, so, yeah, I'll kind of, I'll start us off and then, I'll start us off with an answer and then you can 
you can chime in. So obviously, like, uh, so Umar knows exactly where this question is coming from, but I thought he also had a lot of good um, uh, wider things that we could talk, which are kind of baked into, talk about which we could kind of bake, uh, which are baked into the question. And uh, so first of all, is like in terms of, uh, how it's framed like naughty and bad so what's what's interesting about that is is like the kind of language that you use around the food that you eat how that can make you feel and how that can affect the results that you're having so if we're saying you're having a naughty weekend you know when something is taboo it uh, makes us makes us want to do it even more you know it's, it's always the way it's like oh you shouldn't do that oh but now it makes you want to do it right and then saying something is bad there's associations with that which suggests that you're not happy with the decision you made you uh, and it's and you and when something is bad what is that normally associated with that's normally associated with being punished for it and then feeling guilty uh, around around that so the first thing i want to say about it is is um there's uh, there is no bad there's there's a spectrum of uh, food that we could eat where and they should belong on a spectrum of basically eat more or eat less uh, eat less of. Um, if we define them as good or bad, when we're stringent like that, it doesn't help our psyche around the kind of goals that we have, right? So um, we want to change the language we use around the foods that we eat. To, I want to eat more of these kinds of foods and I want to eat less of these kinds of foods. Um, so the way to, one of the ways to help yourself is also to be conscious of the choices that you're making. So if you finish the weekend and you're like, oh, you know what? I just ate a bunch of foods that I feel like I shouldn't have eaten. And you only realize that at the end, then yeah, you're going to feel bad about it. And you're going to feel like you've fallen off the wagon. You're going to punish yourself for it. And it's um, long-term, it's not serving you if you're going to go through that yo-yo. Whereas if before you've had that, um, uh, had that, let's, if it's a binge, before you've had that, you've made the conscious choice to actually to have that binge when you've done that you can be a lot happier with it and it makes it a lot easier for you to stay on track long term so being conscious of the choice that you're making is is vital so we talk about awareness a lot on this podcast and that's uh and that's a big part of a big part of this as well you want to be aware of the foods that you're consuming and you want to be aware of the decisions that you're making around the foods that you're consuming so you'll know so you know that you're staying long term on on your righteous path, basically. Mm. And like, kind of don't lie to yourself about it as well. It's not going to help you out because if like uh, you're, it's, it's like the intuition we talked about today. If you're making a decision and to eat these bad foods and you're telling yourself you're happy with it, but you know really deep down you're not, that's also going to serve towards feeling like uh, guilty and wanting to kind of punish yourself around around the foods you're eating as well so listen to your gut and and make a make a good decision based on uh being fully aware of whether this aligns with uh whether this aligns with your lot um where you the, the kind of decision you want to make and whether this aligns with uh, where you see yourself and the key to handling that is also like you know seeing the bigger picture because we're not going to live 100 eating only the foods we should eat and completely avoiding foods we feel like we should avoid it's going to be that spectrum applies to how often we consume those kinds of foods as well so kind of give yourself a rule to follow um because 100 all in all or nothing doesn't do the doesn't do the trick mm. so you want to 
say like, okay, if you're eating three square meals a day, that's 21 meals in a week. Then what you can decide to do is 10 to 15% of those meals, you're, you're saying to yourself, I can eat whatever I want. So that's say three meals a week. And you, you are, you are making a conscious decision. It's in line with your, with your goals. It's in line with, uh, um, say, if you're trying to lose weight, it's in line with your calorie intake, but you've eaten whatever you wanted to. So you're able to sustain that. And that's super important as well. Um, cause otherwise you're going to feel like, uh, you know, your efforts are futile. Um, you want to, want to make it so that it's in line you're just basically aware of how much you're consuming you're aware of how it fits in with your uh with your goals and then making those decisions and and you're still allowed to eat those foods which you eat less of which are in the eat less category and um and still moving forward so there's no guilt attached to it there's no punishment attached to it you're still you're still moving forward and um and there was i think there's one more thing that i wanted to say about that which was, um, uh, yeah, like if it's to do with if it, if your goal is also around losing body weight, then, you know, you had a gluttonous weekend. You want to make sure that the rest of the week you're in that calorie deficit. And how do you mm. make sure you're in the calorie deficit? You've got to be aware of what you're consuming, right? So if the goal is to lose weight, then you've got to make the decision to um, – uh, be aware of what you're consuming other times as well to make sure that you are in that calorie deficit to be able to lose weight. Otherwise, that weekend is going to ruin all the all the gains that you're constantly making. So overall, is like just get to get back to know what is best for you, what is right for your goal. Be very aware, and if you're going to have weekends where you're eating those kinds of foods which aren't in alignment with your goal, mm-hmm. and you're going to be over consuming them then make sure it's a conscious decision and make sure it's something you can, uh, when you finish doing that, you're, you're happy with at the end of it and you're still moving forward. Yeah, man. Yeah. Totally agree. So it's like, see the lesson in the, in the day. So see the mm-hmm. lesson in that meal at the same time mm-hmm. as well. It's like, I know that when I have fish and greens or fish and vegetables, I, the lesson is that, okay, I've done well for myself, but lesson probably the other side of it is that I'll probably be hungry later, and um, I need to I need to balance that out with with having more volume in certain meals and, and whatever. So it's not it's not as linear as to say um, this this is the food that's going to be good or bad, right? Like there's there's pluses and minuses and everything. And that's one of the things you touched on. But then um, being aware of yeah less of these foods and more of these foods, I completely completely resonate with that because it's it's in accordance with your goal like am i am i what what do i want to achieve and i know i'm I'm his trainer he wants to see more muscle he wants to be able to be in the presence of of less body fat so all of the things that we're doing in 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 terms of his training are aligned with that but now it's it's a case that can i make my can i make my uh my diet in the same way and uh one of one of my mates i used to work with at up as well um man so thankful i gotta say i gotta say thank you to up to like to making me for, for, for exposing me to all these cool people even yourself like you worked around the corner for me right and i did obviously i didn't well actually no i moved um before you yeah. started working there i think but yeah, uh right. yeah obviously well, I, I knew you from uh from that um from jets after yeah, from, yeah. From, from from just we found out that I used, I used to work there. But um, yeah. yeah, Elliot Elliot Hassoun, uh, I shared his Instagram post yesterday. Uh, shout out to Elliot. 
great trainer. Um, he said something yesterday, which I, I thought was a really interesting take, and it, and it resonates with this a little bit. So he was saying, like, certain people, certain members of society will have restrictions on not drinking alcohol, for instance, or not eating pork, for instance, or not eating meat, for instance, right? So, like, that's their quote-unquote, like, belief, right? Their mm-hmm. belief, their religion, they kind of, they it, they put a lot of weight on not being a person who would do this right so the way he put it in his post i thought it was great um was that if you're at a, me- at a restaurant and you see the menu and the menu has alcohol in it and you're not somebody who drinks alcohol then you just turn the page like you just i don't associate with that so yeah. um i just i just turn the page like it's not gonna be a today oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna go against everything that i've always believed in to to then just flip the script on myself right like what that that so he what his point was was that if you, if you're on this journey of, of losing body fat then for a period of time you're going to have to miss weight your life a little bit toward okay i'm not somebody who constantly will go towards the dessert section i'm not somebody who constantly will go towards having high sugar or processed foods and you know i mean i need to i need to, i need to be somebody who is looking at the options of the of the menu which are easy for me to digest like fish like chicken like I'm getting higher nutritional value. So where are the vegetables? You know what I mean? Like I, I need to fuel myself post-workout or pre-workout or whatever. So what's the best thing I can use for that? It's probably not going to be a massive steak with with loads of like, you know what I mean? Like that that's chips. not easy to digest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Chips or whatever. There's a time and a place. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the refeed meal, maybe chips and, and, and steak, you know what I mean? But the uh, the day-to-day kind of working of it, let's let's be in alignment with with where we want to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, yeah. So just thought it was a, a different take on on uh, just a different angle. I think I think that's that's really what we need to do is show people as many as many different perspectives and how whichever one you align with the most, we can have a chat about and we can kind of talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah, completely awareness, alignment, and action. Boom, boom. That's what it is. That's great. And then uh, second one that Hemel had for us, uh, which is a good one, another thing that people struggle with, I find uh, broadly speaking on a universal level. So like work gets hectic and you don't time to f- find the time to focus on the right nutrition or the sleep or the exercise. So what should be your first priority and how do you step back into your norm? So I'll let you start with this. And, cool, uh, and yeah, yeah. yeah, so Hemel kind of put it, uh, what, were the, what were the parameters that he outlined? So sleep, food training yep yeah yeah so i would say we've got to add a, th- a fourth parameter to that and say and that that fourth parameter is the one that i want him to focus on and that that is awareness <laughs> that is awareness of okay where are we so we've been through a really busy day we've been through a really busy slash week slash stress is is there because of lockdown because of coronavirus because of social distancing all of these things they have to be taken into account, right? So I'm in a place where I'm highly stressed. I've just finished a work week. I'm really tired. And I'm still somebody who wants to get myself in line. So that's the first thing I think. If you're aware of that, you can go forward with more power and be like, yeah, I'm still somebody who wants to fight the good fight in spite of all these things. I mean, in spite of all these things that are kind of trying to pull me off my track. No, I'm going to be strong to the strong to the end. And like, stick to my guns and know that I need to I need to display 
willpower right now yeah just just being aware of that i think just framing it like that in my own mind is mm -hmm. super powerful like we can we can we're going we're to get to the other variables but i think that's the first thing is to frame it the right way and say that i'm in a position of stress but i am going to do the right thing and then yeah. we can kind of segue off into the other variables what, what, what did you what did you think what did you think to that do you yeah um fully is like uh, awareness in again comes back to that intuition as well train your ability to pick up on your intuition because mm. even if you're stressed out um, it's more difficult for you to make a good decision so you want to really just kind of take a step back for a second and just ask yourself truly what's a good decision for me to make right now mm. and you do that your body tells you your body will tell you you just have to really first like become aware of it and align yourself with it and when that is a struggle align with your goal always have that. this is why we keep talking about always have that end goal in mind so then every decision you make right now is serving that end goal so um the angle that i wanted to come at it was uh, from like you know if you you are in the thick of it as well you're having a tough time kind of keeping yourself aligned with doing the right thing for your goal because work is super busy um, it's taking up a lot of your time. And then in terms of those three things that you talked about, nutrition, exercise, and sleep, there's, there's no hard and fast rules of how you approach it. We'll get to that. But um, if we wanted to look at hard and fast rules, then sleep is basically the foundation for everything. It's the foundation for health. It's the foundation for performance. Um, so if you're struggling with, getting the time for having good nutrition, having exercise, at least try and start off with, you know, anybody should try and start off with sleep first and foremost. Um, nailing that because getting the right recovery in means we're better off taking on the day that's coming up in front of us, which mm. is, you know, if we're in the thick of it, so it's still going to be an intense day. We need to be able to um, switch off from the day we just had, recover, and then be able to go hard the next day. And sleep is the best way to do that. It will also help you manage your intake of food because if we're sleeping well, then it means we don't overeat, we don't stress eat, we don't um, respond negatively to stresses in front of us as well. So when we are stressed out, it's easier for us to be on a short leash in terms of our temperament and in terms of our decision-making processes. Sleep will help you fix those, um, eliminate the potential for those deficits. So. Um, and then in terms of performance, you need to be performing well because work is hard. So try and prioritize sleep because sleep is where you do your repair, is where you do your memory consolidation because you probably need to remember some good stuff that you just did so that you can improve next time. And it's going to help you with your problem-solving abilities as well. It's going to bring you to a higher state to be able to solve the problems that are in front of you at work. So if you're going to prioritize anything, hard and fast rule is, I would say, start with sleep. The thing is, life isn't as straightforward as that because we've got all these other variables as well. So it could be that um, could be that it's very difficult to follow that. So where do you start? The simple answer is start where you can. So if it's nutrition, then work on that because that's going to help you make good decisions that's going to help you with your performance as well because if you're fueling yourself with the right food you're going to um you're going to feel better you're going to have the energy to carry on through now if it's not nutrition make an exercise um uh, get yourself to the gym or get yourself doing whatever activity that is you do which helps you feel replenished so that you can be better at work 
as well. So it's basically finding the activity that works uh, mm. that you can, that you can commit to. It will come down to like uh, you know the tricky thing is, is in times like that is we always talk about finding time. The truth is you're gonna have to learn how to make time. Um, you always kind of have to look at your schedule and be like, okay, times are busy. I'm going to have to make this work somehow. We we do have to implement that level of discipline as well. We do have to implement um, making time rather than trying to find time. Because if we're always finding time, that means we're being reactive. But if we're making time, that means we're being proactive, and we're going to we're going to feel better off just by making that good decision as well. So um, we've got to find we've got to make the time. Then, in terms of the caveat for that is, is like okay, if I don't have a lot of time, then when it comes to let's say nutrition say you're used to making your own foods or you pop out to the store and you you buy your lunch and then eat it on the go. If there's literally no time for that kind of thing, then let's get creative with the decision around good nutrition. So you might want to, for a period of time, hire a company that is uh, delivering healthy food to your door, healthy, ready-made food to your door. If you're a London-based, we're lucky because there's uh, there's plenty of places, there's plenty of uh, companies I've opened up that I started doing that kind of thing. So for a week, you can have your meals delivered to you, ready to eat, and you're still in line with your goals that you're trying to achieve. If it's going to be exercise and say you're normally training for 60 minutes a day or 60 minutes at a time, um, but you know you just feel like you can't afford that time. All right, cool. Twenty minutes, whatever you can get in, because getting something in is better than getting nothing. And the fact that you made a decision to do something is going to make you feel better. And then actually doing that thing, exercise is going to help you in terms of your work performance as well. But it's going to help you blow off some steam, and you're getting fitter. So getting something in is better than getting nothing, because we've talked about incremental gains. And then twenty minutes of exercise is definitely going to be better than. Uh, getting nothing if you can't manage a normal workout and then if you know that sleep is uh, going to be compromised you've got um, you know you're normally used to sleeping between seven and nine hours let's just say most people don't eat even sleep seven hours but let's just say you're in that category but then you know you're only going to get about six hours of sleep okay fine then you want to make sure that the quality of your sleep is going to be uh, is going to be more on point and the way to do that is to have a good routine around going to sleep so being able to get better at switching off before you go to bed it's those relaxation techniques so it could be a slow breathing technique so double the exhale of the inhale so say breathing in for five seconds breathing out for 10 seconds that's there's one thing basically the slower the exhale um the more we enter that calm uh, state of our uh, calm calm resting state of our body of our nervous system and then that's going to help us recover it could be um it could be basically you know switching off all lights making sure overhead lights are off um or dimmed right down because light stimulates us to stay awake so keeping that low in the hour building up to bed trying not to look at screens bright lights basically just completely mess up with your ability to fall asleep and um doing something that you know helps you get into a relaxed state of mind. And if you don't have those things, then, you know, um, get in touch. We'll, we'll help you uh, figure what those, figure out what those things are. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, that's, yeah, that's, that's how you want to approach those things. It's basically find the thing that's going to help you get back on a bandwagon and stay on a bandwagon. And, um, and no matter what kind of capacity that you can, you just do it. And just by making good decisions and being proactive rather than reactive puts you in a much better state of mind and rather than uh, rather than trying to react 
to everything. So it's a, it's a process and then keep learning from that process. You get better and better and better at it and you keep uh, raising your baseline so that you're, uh, you're better able to handle these stressful situations and stressful periods where kind of everything goes out the window. Too right, man. Too right. I think that's a really, really great summary of, of all of those points. Um, mm-hmm. I know, I know Hemel, someone, somebody that would, that would listen to that um, and take a lot from it. So definitely covered it well, man. Definitely covered it well, for sure. Respect. And thanks for the questions, Hemel. Well, I think um, sure, man. this was great about them is when we get questions in, we're, um, it's not just helping that one person. It's going to help a lot of other people because there's stuff in there which other people might not have thought about, but it's going to, it's going to resonate with them and it's just kind of it just applies to life in general so mm. keep them coming mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah just a, a random kind of finishing point on this um mm. in terms of learning more about questions that you have um mm. i've been somebody who's always had loads of questions i know grin you're the same this is what we kind of do to go through further study uh mm. when we go through further study it's it's a it's a, a chance for us to ask our mentors and kind of go and subscribe so we can learn so we can pass knowledge on to you guys right and uh recently i've, I've, I've taken like two different mentorships uh, one of them mm-hmm. i mentioned in the past um which is uh prescript level one and that's yep. uh with jordan shallow uh, that's going amazing like mm-hmm. i was gonna put up a story insta story which i'll do later on today uh yeah. from his week six and uh it was he actually of, amidst all the crazy knowledge this guy starts dropping there's a he references recess did you watch recess when you were little recess no recess oh, dude recess was the shit man it was on Dis- disney channel like, tj detweiler and vince lasalle like such a sick show i've, I've got to put it on for you sometime like you, you, you yeah, you've yeah. got to you've got to come out of this it was just a cartoon show right but he's okay. this this is like when when it makes it really good is when you're uh teacher is somebody you can relate to right and you can kind of have those oh shit like moments where where they're they're on the same page right you're aligned yeah and uh that that's kind of why is what i get from him in that sense where you can get you can get a lot of different teachers and they teach you they can teach you amazing stuff right but if it's not in a way that you can go away and then apply and you can go away and, and and see how you can take one principle and apply it to 10 different things then i think it's the value is just there in, in that one thing as opposed to what i'm seeing the value from prescript from the way jordan teaches right is across the board like it really yeah. is across the board and it really resonates with me as a, as a coach as a pt um and i think it's, it's valuing clients at the same time um yeah. so yeah massive massive um shout out there and I can say that if anybody has any questions about it, drop me a message, drop us a message. I'll be able to help you out with, with understanding a bit more about it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you couldn't recommend it highly enough. Um, and then the second mentorship is, is one I'm doing with a guy called Nick Daniel. Um, and he's somebody that I worked with when I was at UP. So Nick and I have known each other for the last three and a bit years. Um, Nick has always been a super cool guy. Like I remember being a, being a junior at UP. And when you're a junior at UP, you kind of almost like you're just you're 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 bottom of the rung, right? You're bottom yeah. of the rung, and you're just like your your towel, you're you're folding towels, and you're making shakes, and you're 
you're doing all the things that you should be doing, right? You're doing all the things that kind of shoes. Yeah, yeah. Clean the dumbbells, like get on that <laughs> shit, right? And it's it's good. But like Nick was always somebody who, even though I was a junior, I remember I think my third week at UP, he took me to Muscle Works, and uh, we were just we just went there, we trained, had a great time, like kind of walked there, walked back. It was it was awesome. It was really, really cool. So he's always been somebody who's just like, regardless of like his his station was always like. Nick Daniel like I remember kind of going in there but oh shit that's Nick Daniel and uh, yeah. I follow follow him on Instagram and follow him followed him kind of like through through some of the stuff that I've seen him and I've actually been to UP the camps at UP and he would teach those and they were they were amazing they were really really great a, a mad experience um I, on this on this podcast I've got, I've got to tell the story of when we did the leg day camp with Nick <laughs> Daniel and uh kind of what um, it was just pure violence man pure violence <laughs> <laughs> It was badness, absolute badness. But that'll, that'll be a story for another time, definitely. And, oh uh, man, I'm, I can't wait to hear that. I'm going to shout out Nick in that one as well. And uh, yeah, so his his mentorship that he's doing right now uh, on his brand Fitness Rebels um, is brilliant. Like we just went through the first week and we've gone through breathing mechanics, and it was mad. Like today, uh, explaining some of it to TJ. And he's just like, whoa, shit, this is really big stuff. Like, like how, how it ties into posture and how it ties into to everything, right? Like, um, and Nick, Nick does things in a way that makes things really easy to understand. Like, yeah. I'm somebody who like, if you're going to explain something to me, please explain it like I'm proper thick. Like, just tell me all the things and make it so it's like super easy to understand. Because I, I don't, uh, I can then go away and like build on the complexities of it. But Nick is really good at that as a, as a coach, as a mentor, as somebody who can like really cut through all the bullshit and be like, this is what it's about. This is all it's talking about. So take this away from it, know this bit and you can apply it straight away. Great. Hmm. And that's, that's uh yeah, he does that so well, man. He does that so, so well. So yeah, enjoying his, his take on, on what he now, what he learns. And, and yeah, like I said, it's helping me explain things to like, I had tired sessions with uh, my clients, Ash and Mario this morning. And we went through like the breathing mechanics stuff that I learned there, and now they understand it. And it's like it's so cool to just be the be the the medium of passing this knowledge on and seeing yeah. your clients run with it and being like, oh shit, light bulbs going off everywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, it's really fun, man. So yeah, big shout out to those two guys. Um, nothing but good stuff. Yeah, quality man. I remember because um, funny thing is I met Nick as well. He didn't realize that we knew each other after yeah. until. So we did the first uh, podcast and I started posting about it. And um, so what was, yeah, was really interesting is like his, like his background in bodybuilding and physique and stuff. And then I met him on a basically uh, NKT, like neurokinetic therapy course, which is about um, addressing dysfunctions in the body uh, with a neurological approach. And so he's going to like him melding what he knows in, from the background that he's come from with this stuff. And I think he's training to be an osteopath right now as well. He's going to have a very unique, very, very cool, um, uh, was it view on everything and combined with the way you say he's able to explain stuff that you need, you need people like that. So that's, um, that's going to be, that's going to be epic. So, um, I remember we finished, uh, we finished a course. And, um, so at this stage, um, I was assisting the course and he was taking the second level of NKT. And then, uh, yeah, we just ended up walking down to the tube station and then we were basically in South Kent tube station for like an hour, hour and a half. Like he's, I think he's supposed to take the pig leader line. I'm supposed to take the district line. We just, we stood there and we were just talking. We were just discussing about 
different methodologies and you know one the different methodologies purporting to be the right way to do stuff and it was like you know well is it the right way um can you not be achieved in a different way and it was just yeah we just stood there for ages and we didn't even realize how long it was and we were just having that conversation and um and it was yeah it was just uh, it was just cool it's just good to good to have those kinds of conversations with people like that so that was yeah. um yeah that's just like a, a lasting memory of, yeah uh, he's a good guy man he's a good guy he's like he de definitely has uh he's he's he knows who he is you know what i mean that's mm -hmm. that's a sick thing about nick and about about yourself about jordan about all these people is that they're just very clear on the message they want to give out and i think it's always about like fully understanding something and that's that's like both of them are mad and yourself academic to the core right like that that's that's all of you and um, then like open-mindedness and seeing kind of what's there and questioning things and going back and, and learning more and investing your time, investing your money in people that can move you forward. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's super necessary, man. Super necessary. There we go. Yeah. Dropped it, dropped it again. Yeah. <laughs> Every podcast, man. We were never going to get it through without dropping that in, but <laughs> that made its way through. It's, it, um, it is super necessary. Yeah, I mean, the way you get better is by surrounding yourself with people who make you better. And you have to actively go looking for them. So you've actively gone looking for Jordan Charles and for Nick. And, um, yeah, you just you, you have to do that. And it's like um, getting those getting those mentorships because that's what's going to make you better. And just having mm -hmm. that appetite for, for what they're talking about. And, and it's yeah, it's important to delve that far because the way I look at it is, is like you can't just take what you learn and then go and tell it to the next person without understanding the level below it. You have to at least understand um, the deeper levels. And I think I've said this before to you as well, which is I just end up liking taking things deeper so that I have a better understanding of that surface level explanation. Because if I don't do that, then what do I know really? You know, I don't, mm. own, I don't own that knowledge. I need to... I've, I feel like I have to own that knowledge and I've like done stuff in the past where I was like, Oh, I didn't really own that knowledge. You know, I didn't feel, I didn't feel like I was um, confident enough delivering something um, because I didn't feel like I own that knowledge. Now it's like a two double edged thing, which is you kind of have to just go out there and put yourself out there without fully knowing the thing so that you are challenged. But at the same time is like, not putting something out there that you really don't have an idea of what you're talking about, which could mm. be, uh, which could be bad for people, you know? So it's like, okay, I've never, I feel like I've never done the the second thing where it's like, I haven't owned the knowledge enough, but if I've gone and talked about it and, and, and put it out there that it's been bad, it's always been trying to err on the side of caution, but also take it, go a layer deeper, then put it out there and then see how, how much I really know about it because when you put it out there live, clients gonna ask you questions about it, your colleagues are gonna ask you questions about it. Then this is what I love about doing this podcast with you as well. Is there's a lot of stuff here which um I'm I'm learning to express for the first time because you ask a certain question or you start talking about something and it triggers something in me. And it's like, oh yeah, that would be a good thing to talk about. And like I don't give a fuck if I fumble around and fuck it up it's that's part of the process and so i don't always feel comfortable with what i'm saying but i know it's coming from a place which is uh, which is like uh, deeper deeper down and it's speaking some level of truth i just need to learn how to communicate mm. that better. so it's the process process the process yeah man you're totally yeah. right 
totally, totally right. That that's there's, there's so many truths in that. And I think um, the 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 thing I can say on that is I've because you you know yourself, you're genuine, right? You're genuine. You want to help people, and mm-hmm. you're never gonna advise something in in a way that's going to try and hurt somebody right but you'll yeah. always try and there'll always be a rhyme and a reason but then when you align with more and more people that have that same rhyme and a reason that same cause you you end up kind of like you said this once in your uh, in the previous podcast you end up kind of leaving things behind like you end up distilling your your method and saying yeah. okay but well, i don't need this anymore i don't need that anymore but i can take two two percent of that and five percent of this and before you know it you've got a, a very competent working model and yeah. um that's that's super important i think and that's what we kind of give each other in the sense that you can you can validate by asking similar questions and by landing on the same kind of um uh the same words and the same phrases like we talk about awareness and all this kind of stuff it just shows that there is there is you need to be there you know what i mean that that's where it's happening and then it's the same thing with with a lot of the things that study wise um, when the industry kind of moves in a specific direction, then you've got to you've got to align yourself with that, and uh, it just helps. It just helps move move you forward, move move clients forward, and yeah, uh, everyone everyone just it it's it, it's the place where we need to be at. You know, what I mean, as as a as a collective. Yeah, fully, man. And talking about uh, making mistakes and not giving a fuck, I left that up and I forgot the e. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. Let's go. Just start, just start, and then you'll, figure, start. you'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll figure it out. You're learning that Scoop I can't right. spell. <laughs> the, the. Yeah. I, I, I was tripping when I had to type all those words for my, uh, for my, my <laughs> name this time. I was like, please yeah. make sure I've spelled it right. I don't, I don't have to exit the studio or some shit. I don't even know how it's gonna work. But yeah, man. Really, man. All right, let's that's call it there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's the longest one yet, isn't it? Uh, it might be. I don't know if like one of them two fifteen or something. But yeah, it's getting okay, there. Okay. It's getting there. Smooth, man. Smooth. I appreciate <laughs> it, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that was shared there. Yeah, man. It was fun. It was really good. Really good. Keep the questions coming in, and uh, mm. yeah, we'll look forward to doing another one of these in a week's time. Yeah, exactly. The best way to do that is uh, find us on Instagram. I'm uh, at G Sandu, G S A N D H U Coach, and Umar. You are at? Yeah, my name on Instagram, Umar Malik, U-M-A-R-M-A-L-I-K, or one word, underscore 91. Boom. Best ways mm-hmm. to field our questions. And, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Brother, I will catch you next time. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Speak to you soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, man.